0: do from the Free freebooters network today we bring you another episode of geek fights in this episode we start off with 32 movies and tv shows that have been adapted from other mediums and fight it out to figure out which will become the best adaptation we hope you enjoy the show
1: welcome to geek fights the posi schema podcasting i'm damon shaw with me as always is mr mike ortiz uh mike what what are we doing
2: Uh, Well, tonight, we are doing best adaptation. Uh, We're defining that as a movie or TV show that has been adapted from another medium. Uh, What medium doesn't matter as long as it's uh, adapted from one to another, but the final things are all movies and TV shows. Um, We take those, we set them up in tournament-style brackets. Uh, If you want to follow along with those brackets, you can download them on our Facebook page and at freebootersnetwork.com. We each cast our votes, give our reasons, and this goes on until one is crowned best adaptation. Uh, here at Geek Fights, those reasons are whatever criteria or rationale you want to you to justify your choice. It can be thoughtful, objective, evaluation, uh, personal favorite, or whatever kind of weird fucked up baggage that you carry in your head. Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to make sense to us. It doesn't have to make sense to you. It, and let me tell you, it will not even be consistent for me in this particular fight. As I'm looking over, my geek logic is all over the place. Uh, yes, that's what we call geek logic. I uh, remember good geek logic has been known to sway votes from time to time, but not always how you want. So, Damon, who is
1: joining us tonight? Well, tonight we have did you, uh, Damon. Not, yeah, Damon. Damon's joining us. Also, we have uh, two old-school geek fighters joining us again. Terrace, you, this is your, your your network. Hi, Terrace.
3: Oof. It's really great to be here.
1: And Mr. Jared Forby, you're back. Hello. Hello. Hi. Now, I did mention the Freebooters Network, and on every single episode so far, we've had Mr. Devron Hi, Dev.
0: Hi, everyone. I'm back again.
1: Aren't you going to say stuff about the Freebooters Network?
0: Uh, thank you for joining us on the Freebooters Network. It's a uh, network of uh, geek related podcasts that uh um we we put out episodes periodically usually hopefully once per week sometimes more sometimes less depending on the different shows that we have um i think we're currently up to seven or eight shows on the network who regularly are putting out content and uh we're having a great time and we're happy that you've joined us
1: well then i guess with that said let's start the fight uh mike this one is yours it is Game of Thrones versus Hamlet. I'm sorry, The Lion King.
2: Uh, this is this is actually a tough one for a weird reason. Um, uh, I I really I really do like Game of Thrones. I watch it a, a lot. Uh, I never read the books, but I do enjoy the show a great deal. Um, I kind of want to vote for Lion King because uh, you know this idea that it is an adaptation of Hamlet uh, is fantastic, and I I never thought of it that way. Um, but then I realized one of the reasons I never thought of it that way is I actually have never seen The Lion King. And um, I, well, I think I saw the Mel Gibson Hamlet movie, so I really don't know Hamlet very well. Uh, so because I really can't vote with any kind of authority other than just on the idea of doing a weird adaptation, I think I'll stick with Game of Thrones.
1: I'll vote for Game of Thrones. I have... Read well. Listen to every single Game of Thrones book, <laughs> I, I, and I'm going to say it right now: all you readers out there, that are like, you have to read it in its book form. Fuck you! Listening to a book is just as good as reading. You're 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 denying people who don't, you know, read fast, the the privilege of listening or or enjoying these stories. Uh, yeah, I'm going Game of Thrones too because the books are significantly better than the show uh devrim
0: um i love game of thrones i started reading the books uh, i think when i was just just out of high school i think that's when they first started coming out um really enjoyed them kept up with them like one after the other always waiting for the next one to come out Uh, i stopped reading them sometime around uh, after the third book uh so when the when the show started i was totally in and uh, loving every minute of it and i've actually never seen the lion king nor do i really have any interest in it so i'm gonna vote game of thrones
1: Uh, Another vote for Game of Thrones. Jared!
4: I guess I'm just going to throw my way behind the Game of Thrones. Um, That is the only way I've seen that story, so I haven't looked at the books. Um, I've heard that there's a lot of nitpicking between the books and the show, but I really don't have a dog in that fight, so I'm enjoying the show, so I'll just vote for Game of Thrones as the best adaptation to bring such an epic tale to people who never read it.
1: It it isn't a clean sweep, Terrence. Oh,
3: it is not. (laughs) I get a lot of shit for not liking Game of Thrones. Uh, Me and my geekiness, everybody that I've talked to that I tell that I'm not a big fan is uh, always surprised at that. But uh, I find uh, Game of Thrones completely reductionist and gimmicky. I think that uh, everyone that... A lot of people die on it, and it just seems just as ridiculous as no as when no one dies in a book. So I'm I'm actually not a fan of Game of Thrones. And I did watch Lion King fairly recently with my daughter. Um, and uh, I actually love Shakespeare also, so I am voting Lion King. Ah
1: you want gonna go anymore. Game of Thrones is going on to the next fight. Let's fight. Is 300 versus Scrooged Damon? That one is yours. Uh, 300 is a decent movie, it's fun. I really do like it. This is Sparta. I live in Michigan, and Michigan State is the Spartans, so they do this as Sparta all the time. There, uh, but Scrooge has Bill Murray being a dick, and Bill B. Murray being a dick is probably the greatest thing ever, also. Scrooge, The Christmas Story That's a very great, good story Dickens, motherfucker I'm voting for Scrooge uh,
0: uh, This one's tough um, I actually really like 300 um, I read the graphic novel when it first came out <clears throat> Well, maybe not when it first came out But when I was first introduced to it And really enjoyed it Scrooge is a good movie, though um, You know, I'm just going to go 300 Just to keep it kind of open Uh, Jared?
4: Okay, uh, so let's see here. We got the three hundred versus Scrooge. I, I, I found myself in this weird place with Frank Miller. He did that graphic novel, the three hundred, I believe. Um, it's one of those places where you find out something you don't like about your friend. You're like, well, now what do I do? Do I still like the work? Do I let the let impede my vision of the work or my interpretation of the work? and uh then this whole thing went up against bill murray in a christmas carol and so it kind of didn't matter because i could just go with bill murray from a christmas carol so that's what i'm doing
1: uh vote for Scrooge, terrace um
3: well i'm i'm a huge fan of of frank miller i uh, try to avoid all other aspects of uh, never or all aspects of never meet your your hero or those people that you like so um so I almost always default to Frank Miller, and Scrooge was okay, but did it have the when Christmas present ignorance and want. Because if it didn't, I'm not... I don't know. The 1951 barrel is a huge... I'm a huge fan of Christmas. You should see my, my house at Christmas time. It's crazy. I love Christmas. I love everything about it, but... I, I I wasn't really moved by, by Scrooge, to tell you the truth. And so I am definitely uh, voting.
1: It is all tied
3: up.
2: This is, this is bullshit. This is bullshit. This can't come down to me. Damn it. Uh, this is tough, but it's also not tough. Um, I love 300, the graphic novel. I love 300, the movie. I love Frank Miller. He's my favorite comic book creator of all time. I love Zack Snyder. He is, uh, he is despised by many, but he is one of my favorites, and I think highly underrated. And uh, I've, I've wanted to do podcasts praising his work. Um, but I'm going to vote for Scrooged, because all of that stuff is less important on Geek Fights than Go With Your Heart. And my heart is Scrooged. Uh, Scrooged won our best Christmas movie. Uh, I voted for it constantly there uh i am voting for it here it's my favorite christmas movie it is an adaptation that is that puts a spin on it it's not uh it's it's not the literal translation um it takes the structure it takes the story it applies it to new characters but then it also has the original within it so it's this kind of meta textual thing so even though it breaks my heart to
1: vote against frank miller uh i'm gonna do it and vote Scrooge. Scrooged is moving on to the next round. We are on to our next fight Dev, this one is
0: yours. It is
1: Contact versus the Princess Bride.
0: Okay, so contact versus Princess Bride. Uh, I'm definitely wrote Princess Bride on this Princess Bride is such a great movie. I have a friend who that's his absolute one time, one hundred percent favorite movie of all time. He talks about it constantly. There are so many one-liners that come out of it, and it's basically been brought up in every role-playing game I've ever played. So Princess Bride. Jared. All right, so it's The Princess
4: Bride versus Contact. Now, Contact is the Carl Sagan book, is that right?
2: Uh, that's <laughs> that's
1: right? Yes.
4: Yeah. I don't think there's really a story in that, right? Didn't they just kind of have to mesh up their own thing?
2: I think Contact was a fiction story that passed Was out. it?
4: Oh, yeah. okay. Take okay. It you... it for... I'm, a... I'm confusing it with Cosmos. <laughs> All right, so it's going to be The Princess Bride absolutely yeah there's just no way I read the book and saw the movie and it's so fun how it translates the uh, the book in because the book also has asides as if it were being read and those asides are cleverly put into the book so that aspect of the movie I feel is accurate compared to uh, the voice book which is uh, a poor fellow having to adapt this epic book The Princess Bride into something shorter And he decides to just default to what it was like when his grandfather read it to him and he realized his grandfather had cut out a bunch of stuff. So he just followed his grandpa's lead and it's hilarious in its own right. So I have to go with the movie, the princess bride.
1: The princess bride gets a vote. Terrace.
3: Oh, well, I was the one who said contact and I will continue to with contact and you, you got to watch that uh, watch that show or read the 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 book it's an amazing daisy book first contact of course is, what is it what it's about i was just recently at the very large array and uh loved it there too and, and uh, on my travels across the united states uh last summer anyway and uh the the uh the adaptation between the book and the movie is outstanding I am a huge Carl Sagan fan. I vote Contact.
1: Oh, vote for
2: Contact. Mike? Uh, I am also going to vote for Contact. Um, I like Princess Bride. Uh, It's a very funny movie, Um, but it's one of those movies whose uh, immense status baffles me. Um, Everybody I know loves it but me. It's one of those sort of things. Uh, again, I enjoyed it. It's got a lot of great performances, a lot of great comedic people. But uh, over over the years, I've kind of started to honestly uh, dislike it because I, I seem to be chastised by people for not liking it as much as they do. And uh, and my geek spike kicks in and goes, well, fuck you. That movie sucks. <laughs> Even though it doesn't suck. It's actually a great movie. Um, but I really do like Contact. Um, it has Matthew McConaughey, who is my biggest man crush of all time, um, Brad Pitt is actually second, I, I will admit it. but kind of his features are a bit more chiseled. Um, and uh, and it's got actually a great beat, and I never read the book, where uh, they receive the first contact from, from the aliens, and um, it's a swastika, and that scares the shit out of everybody because it means the, the aliens are Nazis, until they realize that, no, it's just, that's the, the first signal that they actually received from us, the first signal sent from Earth, that uh, had the strength to to make it out into space just happened to be uh, at the Olympics when they were held in Berlin, and that's kind of what they they closed out. So it was a really kind of funny beat, um, and I actually enjoyed the movie a lot. I thought it was actually a very clever, very uh, very hard sci fi movie. Uh, Jodie Foster, I thought she did a great job, and uh, a lot of people hate on it, and uh, you know, I guess when everybody hates something and uh, everybody loves something, I always wind up liking the thing that everybody hates. So it's Contact for me. You son of a bitch!
1: God damn it! It's all tied up. It comes down to me. God damn you, Joe! Nobody knows who Joe is, but I. God damn you, Joe! Um. God damn it! Fuck! Because I really like Contact a lot too, but you know my childhood nostalgia makes me like Princess Bride quite a bit too. And ah. But of the two, I could tell somebody right now to go and watch Princess Bride, and Princess Bride is pretty much the. Same. The viewing of Princess Bride is pretty much going to be the exact same thing as it was 30 years ago when the movie first came out. But Contact, because it deals with a lot of technology, somebody going to watch it now, who had never seen it before, will laugh at some of the things that are like, oh, we've got a 56K modem. <laughs> I'm in space talking to you. And look at how clear this picture is. And it's all like jumbled up and shit. But today, like, motherfuckers shoot music videos on the goddamn space station and send them down here. So it, it is dated and it needs to be remade. Oh shit. God damn you guys. Fuck. Uh, I want to say contact, but with your heart, God damn it. Contact moves on. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. We're on to our next time. Did fight. not
2: see that coming.
1: Holy Contact's shit. That's a great fucking movie, dude. Um, Jarrett, this one is yours. It is Fahrenheit 451, the HBO version with Michael B. Jordan from just a little while ago, versus Preacher. All
4: right. Well, Fahrenheit 451 is a is a uh, is a uh, gaping hole in my my nerddom. I have not read the story. I just one of the stories I know because people have told it to me. And uh, I didn't even know there was a movie until this list got released. So I'm completely in the dark on that. But when it comes to Preacher as an adaptation, it's an adaptation that they've been trying to work on since that comic book was so popular at the turn of the century. And uh, it's been back and forth. People had a take, people had this, people thought that. And there were attempts to make movies. everything fell apart because no one could crack the code of how to adapt that to another medium because the code was so dense. I mean, you you got like this irreverent, irreverent uh, character at the center who also has this relationship with God that is kind of strange and really fucked up and a mission that is really strange and totally fucked up and an interspersed You have all these bizarre attitudes and jokes and strange, twisted queries and and over-the-top violence, all of which has to come together in some kind of uh, way that people will find, uh, I guess, palatable. And that code was so elusive until the Seth Rogen character put this together with whatever guy he hired to work with him, and they, I feel, have superseded that material in grounding it in such a way that you can buy into all this bizarro violence and stuff and it becomes less niche and more, uh, more in a pulp fiction kind of realm of, of accessibility. So I think that that is quite an accomplishment to be able to translate something that was just so bizarre and so fucked up. And I think it's doing a really good job of making a lot of it even more interesting. I even care about Angelville now. So I'm going to have to go with The Preacher, even though I'm sure Fahrenheit 451 is bringing it in some way. But again, I hadn't even heard of the adaptation until this list. So I'm just going to go with Preacher. It's more famous. I think it's better. And that's where I'm throwing my vote.
1: A vote for Preacher. Terrace?
3: Well, I I always like adaptations of older science fictions, but Preacher is uh, is a crazy, insane comic book, and just to, just the fact that it's on uh, Edge channel gets uh, gives it the vote for me. So because uh, it because it, it it deals with some dark stuff, and uh, but also is 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 cool and strange at the same time. So yeah, Preacher. I'm going to go for Preacher,
2: Mike. Um, I agree with everything that has been said about Preacher and I'm voting for Fahrenheit 451 for one reason, one reason only. Uh, there's a scene uh, kind of a half hour into the, into the movie where they find a stash of books and in, in this adaptation, they also include videos and they throw them and they start burning them and it pans across and you see, you know, covers of the great um, works of literature uh, burning and being destroyed and briefly it pans across a DVD of Geary The Wrath of God and it's the cover that I did at Anchor Bay so my work is actually in that movie being burned alongside the great classics of literature so that's awesome so I don't give a shit about anything else that movie made me look good so Fahrenheit 451
1: <laughs> uh, vote for Fahrenheit 451 I did not know that Mike that's pretty awesome uh, I watched season one of Preacher. See, you hear all that silence? Not that it's, I guess it's okay. It's just not, either I changed or Preacher changed enough that I just don't care for it. I just didn't watch anymore. Uh, So I'm going to vote for Fahrenheit 451 to tie it up and say fuck you to Dev.
0: Okay, well, I actually haven't seen Fahrenheit 451, although I did read the book uh, a long time ago, probably in, in high school. Um, so I, I really can't talk about what, how the HBO adaptation is compared to the book. I've seen the uh, pilot for Preacher, however, and uh, it definitely is as fucked up as the, the, nov- the graphic novel is, so I'm going to have to vote Preacher.
1: And Preacher is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Terrace, this one is yours. It is Olympus Has Fallen, which I'm assuming is an adaptation of Die Hard, which I still think is hilarious to me, versus Tomb Raider from uh, 2017.
3: I actually have not seen either one of these. Uh, I tried to get to them on uh, this week, but instead I watched uh, Shawshank Redemption and V. So uh, this one is kind of, uh, what I would like to see most out of these two. And I would like to see Olympus has fallen most because I do like Die Hard.
1: i vote for Olympus has fallen, Mike.
2: Um, yeah, I got, I got nothing in this fight. I've not seen either one of them. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, is Olympus has fallen. Is that, adapt? Is that, are we calling this an adaptation of Die Hard?
1: I'm assuming that's why it's on the list. I don't know of a book about this.
2: Okay. Um. Yeah. Does anybody know? Is it Joe? Joe, who's who wound up not being on the show, may have put this on the list. Um. Uh, Tomb Raider is an adaptation of a video game. A video game I haven't played. Olympus Has Fallen is an adaptation of something we don't know what it is. If it is Die Hard, then for me, it's a movie adaptation of a movie, and that disqualifies it on uh, my technicality. So Tomb Raider.
1: Uh, vote for Tomb Raider. Fuck your technicality. I'm saying it's an adaptation of a movie, which I love the fact that it's an adaptation of a movie. Fuck your house. I'm voting for Olympus has fallen,
0: Dev. Uh, I kind of agree with Mike in that I don't really know if this qualifies as an adaptation, um, unless there's actually a book called Olympus is Fallen that we don't know about. I mean, it is possible. A lot of these movies do come from books. And one might even call it an adaptation of another movie where the president uh, gets kidnapped or something. There's an attack on the White House. Uh, I don't remember what that one's called, but these two movies came out almost at the exact same time. I saw one of them and not the other, and I can't remember which one I saw, whether it's Olympus is Fallen or it's the other one. Uh, I think this is the one that has Gerard Butler in it, though, and I do like Gerard Butler. Um, So for the Tomb Raiders, um, I've seen the original Tomb Raider movies with Angelina Jolie, and those were pretty good, Uh, and they were, I guess, okay adaptations of the video game, which I've never played. Um, I don't know. I I don't care about either of these. Uh, Just because it's from a video game and I like video games, I'm going to vote Tomb Raider.
1: It is all tied up. For whatever reason. <laughs> it comes down to you, Jared. You get to pick which one moves on. Holy
4: crap. Okay. Okay. So uh Olympus has fallen is supposed to be uh, an adaptation of Die Hard. Die Hard actually is an adaptation of a novel um by Robert Thorpe. Uh gosh, it was like nothing ever dies or something like that, some some crazy long title. Um and uh, I read that book as a diehard nerd, and uh, Die Hard superseded that material, so that would qualify as a as a pretty good adaptation of that book, I guess. In one way, I guess it would have been more mediocre to be a true adaptation. So ah, then you got an adaptation of a movie, and so guys, the Tomb Raider movie is the damn Citizen Kane of video game movies. It is so well executed. It it does that bit where you feel like you could be playing the game, but you're watching her do things that you would do in the game, but it's still a movie and it doesn't like get all gimmicky and cheesy with it. It finds this nice balance of, I could see how that would be a video game. I could see how that would be fun. And it's also a good movie. So I'm gonna go ahead and put my weight behind Tomb Raider, which is a superior adaptation. Whereas Die Hard would be uh would have to be a suckier movie to be get closer to the book. So I'm gonna go with Tomb Raider.
1: Oh vote for Tomb Raider. Uh we're on to and Tomb Raider is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is iRobot versus Road to Perdition. Uh hmm. This uh
2: this one, I will go with Road to Perdition. Um I like both of these. Um uh I, I did not read iRobot. Um I you know I'm familiar with the the three laws of robotics, but I actually never read uh that. I don't I don't know if I've read any as i don't know if I'd have to think about that. Um I did read the Road to Perdition uh comic book um or graphic novel, depending on how pretentious you feel like being. Um it is quite good. I actually think the movie may be a little bit better. I'm not a big fan of Max Allen Collins, the writer, but I'm a big fan of uh, Richard Pierce Rainier, the artist. Uh so yeah, I'll go with uh with Road to Perdition.
1: I'll vote for Road to Perdition. It's a it's a it's a T Hanks movie. Heck Hank, yeah! Uh I actually have read uh most of Isaac Asimov because I don't know. I can read apparently. I, and I don't mean listen to. I've actually read those books, and I don't know why. Um, but I'm going to vote for Road to Perdition because most people don't know it's a comic book movie, which is the, the best part for me. I love the fact that people are like, wait, that movie was a comic book first? Like, yeah, it was just a, a comic book. That's what it is. Uh, So, yeah, Road to Perdition.
0: Dev? um i've read a lot of isaac asimov as a kid and i love his works um however i do not like the movie i robot uh i don't know if it's just will smith's character or something there's something about it that i just don't like now that being said i've actually never seen or read road perdition so i don't know how it stacks up and i don't know if i can vote for something i've never really seen before so even though i don't like it i'm actually gonna vote for i robot
1: a uh, vote for iRobot. Uh, Jared? Oh,
4: man. So, yeah, I have no problem voting in these things for something I don't know anything about because I don't know anything about either of these ones. Oh, so bad, bad, Jared. You're going to have to make it Will Smith versus Tom Hanks. And who do you want to watch more? It's going to be Will Smith. So I'm voting iRobot.
1: It is all tied up, and it comes down to you there, Terrace. Perfect, actually.
3: Yeah, um, I did like Road to Perdition. Uh, I thought it was a great show. Uh, I didn't read the comic book, but uh, was happy to hear that it was a comic book uh, uh, adaptation. I do really love uh, iRobot, and I actually really like Will Smith. If I was going to do a Mad Crush, I think that that would be mine. Uh, and I I actually think that they, uh, anything to do with... Uh, the advent of intelligence, the, the spark, the time when they become self-aware, that's when I really dig that kind of thing. So, and, and I really think that this, uh, this show uh, brought all those things together in an uh, action movie. So I, I, I really like it. So uh, iRobot.
1: Oh, vote for iRobot, and iRobot is moving on. Sorry, Road to Perdition. We're on to our next fight. It is the Shannara Chronicles, which I believe is an MTV show, versus Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. And that one goes to me, and fuck your MTV show. God damn it, you goddamn damn kids! Uh, actually, no, it's the Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban is when all of my adult friends started to go, oh, this Harry Potter stuff, it's not that bad. Because before that, Everybody's going, it's kid shit, because it's a Chris Columbus movie. But Azkaban, Prisoner of Askman, is a very dark movie, and it's a dark book. And it lets everybody know where this series is going. So uh, I'm going to vote for Prisoner of Azkaban. Dev?
0: So I'm the one that put Shannara Chronicles on this list. Um, I recently watched it. Uh, I've read those books, the Terry Brooks books. Um, my God. Uh, again, in my teenage years. And they were some of my absolute favorites. And the adaptation... In the the TV show was actually pretty good. Um, however, um, I've never never read uh, Harry Potter any of the Harry Potter books, but I've seen all the movies, and I've actually enjoyed all the movies. and uh, And I do like how dark Prisoner of Azkaban was. It really wasn't like the like, you're, like you said. The first two movies were kind of just kid movies, and and I, I I watched them just for the fun of it, and because everyone was talking about this whole Harry Potter phenomenon that was happening. Um. And so I watched them, and they were okay, but they were never great. However, Prisoner of Azkaban was probably a great movie, maybe the best movie that came out that year. So uh, let's vote Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban.
1: Prisoner of Azkaban gets a vote. Jared, where are you voting? Oh, it's the fun game. It's my favorite part drink folks you're gonna to have to drink jared you are still muted or you fell down and died i don't know which it was but you were
4: outside okay here we go sorry the app like went through all these little windows all right uh, i'm uh ready to talk okay so we got the prisoner of azkaban which not only is a brilliant adaptation of harry potter stuff but that was alfonso Cuarón's entry and I think it was his only one. They kept trying to get him to come back, but he never did. He, however, was constantly consulted like on all kinds of future endeavors in the Potterverse. Most notably, uh, when they went to adapt the, uh, the Goblet of Fire, they were contemplating doing two movies because there was so much good stuff in there. And it was Alfonso who said, uh, actually, there's only one movie. <laughs> you guys really, there's not enough stuff. And uh, it was through his advice that they streamlined it like they did. So that that movie not only uh, did super well in regards to the book, it also um, went on to influence how the others would be adapted. So I'm going to have to go with Prisoner of Azkaban for sure. Terrace? Um, yeah, I'm
1: going
3: I, I... I really like the music to the beginning of the, the Chronicles there. I, I think the they chose really well. Uh, and also the uh, the intro uh, animation. Uh, the show was good. There was nothing wrong with the show, but it kind of petered out for me after a while. And uh, Azkaban has Lupin in it. So uh, uh, that's when I was sold to the movies, watching it with my daughter again. And at that time, I was going, oh, yeah, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. And then this one, I'm like, yeah, okay, wow, this is great stuff. So, uh, yeah,
2: ask man for me.
1: Hey, Mike, <laughs> is it a clean sweep?
2: Um, I am one of the old people that Damon was referring to when they said, oh, wow, this Harry Potter stuff's good. Uh, and I, I have not seen the Shinar Chronicles on MTV, nor have I read the books um, but for a little uh, behind the scenes, I actually originally wasn't going to be on this episode. Uh, I had a, a conflict and, um, and then it, it changed and then the guy who was going to be on the show, uh, he didn't uh, make it so I kind of popped in. So actually, uh, most of my choices didn't make it on this list. So in instances like this where uh, my vote really doesn't matter, I'm going to vote for something from my old list and vote for Fight Club because uh, it's an instance where the adaptation is better than the original And it has Brad Pitt, who is my second man crush.
1: A vote for Fight Club, but Prisoner of Azkaban is moving on, and you honestly, you're the person that gets to pick the goddamn unknowns. You really could have put fucking Fight Club up against the... God, okay, okay. We're on to our next fight. Devram, this is yours. It is The Expanse versus an unknown, which Mike does know, which I guess is not going to be Fight Club. Mike, what's the other unknown?
2: The unknown this time is the movie Adaptation. This was on my original list. Uh, the, uh, I believe it's Spike Jones who directed it, um, but uh, written by Charlie Kaufman, starring uh, Nicholas Cage. Um, so it's Adaptation.
1: So we've got The Expanse versus Adaptation. Dev, what you say?
0: So The Expanse is a, a series of books that I've recently started reading, actually listening to an audiobooks since so I don't have time to read. Um, and the TV show is phenomenal. It is so good that um, if there were no other TV shows being made, I would just watch that show over and over again. Uh, it's it's it has political intrigue. It has action. It has uh, social justice. Um, a prisoner, not prisoners, but um, like third class citizens being downtrodden and rising up against the man. It has everything that I like in a TV show. Plus, it has a really cool mystery, and it's got Thomas Jane. And uh, I'm voting the Expanse for sure. Also, I've never seen adaptation. Uh, adoption. What is it? Adaptation. Never heard of it. Don't know anything about it. Vote in the Expanse.
1: Oh, vote for the Expanse, Jared.
4: All right. So, let's see here. Adaptation. The Charlie Kaufman adaptation of The Orchid Thief. Um, that's a movie that they were trying. They were trying to get a movie out of that book, The Orchid Thief, for a long time. It was this bestseller about somebody growing orchids. It wasn't really a, a story, I guess, as far as I could tell, and no one could write an adaptation for it. So Charlie Kaufman decided to take it on himself and write an adaptation of The Orchid Thief, but he ended up writing something completely made up about adapting a book. And it became a Charlie Kaufman-Spike Jones joint. So I don't know if I can even call it an adaptation, although elements of the book, I guess, made it through. So maybe it is. And I love uh, Nicolas Cage. I like Charlie Kaufman. And, and of course, I love Spike Jones. And uh, I haven't read The Expanse, and I have not uh, seen The Expanse. But... I have friends that are watching the fuck out of The Expanse. And from what they're telling me, being like big book readers and delving into all that stuff, um, it sounds like they're doing a pretty literal adaptation and they're like going forward in the books to introduce elements into a, a burgeoning first season to uh, to start like uh, laying down the pipe to get to places the books will eventually get, and they're doing it more efficiently. So that intrigues me. I think I'm going to go with The Expanse because I do want to delve into it. Um, I've been loaned the book. Like, I'm telling you, these fans are rabid. <laughs> so I should read the book I've been loaned and eventually kick back and watch a decent science fiction show where all the physics are mostly real.
3: The Expanse. A vote for The Expanse. Terrace. Well, I got to say I'm a big Nicolas Cage fan, uh, but The Expanse is actually what I am watching on TV currently. So uh, it's got uh, politics. It's got, like Dev said, rise up to against the man. It's got a- alien encounters. Again, these uh, these first first contact movies uh, are thing that I really dig. So this is, this is one for me. And you know, what's great about it is that I found for the longest time, science fictions, science fiction TV shows, you had to get through the first season. Uh, because everything kind of got good on the second season, but expanse goes straight into it and you're intrigued right away. It's, it's an incredible, uh, uh, series. So expanse all the way.
1: Mr. Ortiz. Uh, I am
2: voting for adaptation. Uh, I agree. The Expanse is a fantastic TV show. I haven't read it. Uh, my wife has. She loved it. She's actually said many things about the book. She spoiled uh, things that I think haven't happened yet. Um, but, uh, and, and it is terrific. I'm so glad that it got picked up. And uh, if you haven't watched it, you should. It is a great hard sci-fi show. But um, I'm voting for adaptation because I think uh one, its name is adaptation. So how can it not be the best adaptation? Because it's the only one that actually is adaptation. But I think what's interesting about it, it is it, like Jared had said, uh, it's an adaptation of something that was that was not adaptable. The Expanse, you know, a sci-fi story, especially a hard sci-fi story, um, that's that's really just kind of a straightforward action adventure story with a lot of you know interesting political stuff and character stuff. You know, that that's actually easier to do. How do you ad, adapt something that is basically just a, a short, a, a character portrait, um, an experience of, of a writer doing research and, and a meditation on flowers and the movie addresses that and you can't do it, but he actually finds a way to do it. And it really addresses it in the movie this idea that adaptation is not as a word does not just mean how do you move from one medium to another, but adaptation is the fuel for evolution. Uh, There's an extended sequence in the movie that shows the evolution of life on Earth, and that adaptation is a means of how do you transform to survive. And that's what a movie adaptation has to do. So, what does he do? He invents a completely fictional action story because it can't just be a movie, it has to be a big action movie. Uh, He creates his brother because Charlie Kaufman, he's not a writer that can do that. So, he has to invent a fake twin brother. Uh, He tells a true story that's completely fictional that is about. A TRUE STORY, IT'S THIS WEIRD, YOU KNOW, NESTED, metatextual textual THING. Um, I JUST RE-WATCHED IT AND, YOU KNOW, ALL OF THIS STUFF CAME BACK, IT'S INCREDIBLY WELL ACTED, IT'S, it's A REALLY UNUSUAL, CLEVER, uh, DIFFICULT THING THAT ACTUALLY WORKED. SO WHILE THE EXPANSE IS TERRIFIC, THEY DID A TERRIFIC JOB ADAPTING SOMETHING THAT REALLY IS KIND OF SET UP TO BE ADAPTED, um, WHEREAS ADAPTATION TAKES SOMETHING THAT'S ALMOST IMPOSSIBLE AND ACTUALLY MAKES IT WORK. Uh, that is actually much, much more impressive to me. So okay. adaptation, even though I know I'm
4: changing my vote. Oh, okay. This is Jared changing his vote.
1: It's all tied up, and it comes down. Uh-oh. I got What's a question. There? I got a question for Mike.
2: Okay. So,
3: unknown, and you didn't put Fight Club as the unknown. Yeah. So If those were going against each other, which one would you take?
2: I'd pick Adaptation. Although before I rewatched it, I would have picked Fight Club in a heartbeat. But yeah, I mean, actually for this, I had a choice of putting Fight Club here and I didn't. So this, uh, this after I rewatched it, all that, and I, I re-realized all of that weird structural stuff that he was doing and how he was kind of making this not just uh, a discussion about the book, but a discussion about, ad- about adaptation in general. And I was like, wow, I never really, I, I'd forgotten all that. So yeah, I, I, I would pick this over Fight Club.
0: Hi,
1: priest. Yeah, well, fuck you, Mike. Goddamn shark and asshole. It's all tied up coming down to me, and it's easy for me because The Expanse is great. And actually, they cracked the code because the first season is about a mystery. It's set in the science fiction universe, so it makes it easy for you to get into that first season. After that, they get to tell the rest of the story because they've already laid the groundwork, but the first season is a mystery, and yeah, it's great. expanse on to our next fight Jarrett. this one is yours it is the that comedy classic the martian versus the animated transformers movie okay so
4: uh that book was like written on the internet Uh, The Martian was, and it was uh, written with a lot of input from a lot of different people that were following it as basically blog posts for a long time, and it was a hugely successful thing when it finally did come out and come into its own prime, and that's a real accomplishment, and of course there should be a movie after something so epic has happened, Um, but I never read it. Um, and I'm, I'm just wondering how much of that movie is the character that was invented in that book versus what Matt Damon brought to the table when he played somebody like that. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not certain that it's like more Matt Damon than what this guy came up with. So I don't know that I would call that a great adaptation Uh, just from what I know of how it all came together. Um, And then we got the Transformers from 86, which is basically adapting uh, toys that are uh, built around a story that, you know what, I'm going to go with the Transformers because killing Optimus Prime was fucked up and it was badass. And they tried to do it again with G.I. Joe with their movie, and then they had to put Duke in a coma because they didn't want to kill him because Optimus Prime – that death killed all of us, so I'm gonna go with Transformers.
3: Oh,
1: uh, vote for Transformers, uh, Terrace.
3: Wow, oh, that's that's uh, that's really interesting. I, you know what? The thing is, is that I was I'm old, old, and apparently watched Transformers. Uh, back in the day because I was already on to high school or whatever. So uh, even though I was still a geek all through high school and everything like that, I never really watched uh, that particular cartoon. Who instead. So, uh, and I really like not only uh, his performance in, in The Martian, but I, uh, again, I love the, con- the concept. First contact movies, then first colony movies also just kind of are right up my alley. So, yeah, I got to go with Marshall.
2: Mike? Um, hmm. I, uh, it, it's weird. On, on one hand, I do want to go for for Transformers, but I do think I'm going to go for, Mar- I mean, I like the idea of adapting from a toy. Although part of me was like, is this an adaptation of a toy? Continuation of the TV show. Should the TV show have been on here? Now, now I'm overthinking it. Um, I'm going to vote for the Martian, uh, because I didn't see Transformers the movie and I did see the Martian and it's, uh, it was an entertaining movie. Um, and also one very important point is, uh, the old Transformers I didn't watch cause I like, like, uh, like Paris, I'm, I'm old. Um, and, uh. I actually like the new Transformers movies and all the people who hate on the new Transformers movies always tell me how much better the old ones are. And I always feel like, fuck those guys. That was a terrible cartoon. So yeah, fuck that movie. I'm voting for The Martian.
1: See, that's exactly how I feel about The Martian. Uh, The Martian, the Golden Globe winner for 2016 Best Comedy and uh, Matt Damon, also winner of Best Comedy, uh, Best Actor in a Comedy. Movie's not a comedy has jokes (laughs) I'm going to I enjoy the movie immensely it's so much fun but that part to me pisses me off and forever will taint that for me also uh, the the old Transformers movie is not good it is not good the optimus up until Optimus Prime dies the greatest movie I've ever seen in my life once he dies Rodimus Prime can suck my dick it all goes downhill uh, hey, uh, oh, hold on.
4: You know this is Orson Welles' last recorded performance, right? I, I know. I'm voting for <laughs>
1: it. Okay, okay. All right. I'm just letting you know. just, <laughs> I'm just, just... Let... Make sure all the geeks know. Uh, hey, hey. I've got my uh, – my spite is against <laughs> The Martian. I do not like the Transformers movie, but I'm still voting for it. it what the hell? All... I'll change
2: I'll – ch- okay, never mind.
1: It is all tied up. It comes down to you there, Dev. Uh, which one wins? <laughs>
0: Uh, it's going to have to be The Martian. Um, I read the book. Uh, well, I listened to an audiobook uh, based on a recommendation from, from Audible, of all people. Like, they just said, hey, you've liked these kind of movies before, kind of science fiction-y. You want to try this one? It just came out. And so I I tried it, and yeah, it was great. It's a great uh, book. And then I, I found out they were making a movie out of it, and they, they were casting Matt Damon as uh, the star. I'm like, I don't know about that. And then I saw the movie, and it's a decent translation of the book, or an adaptation of the book into movie format. Uh, Matt Damon does bring a lot of Matt Damon to the character, but um, the actual scientist that they have in the book, he's just as much of a wisecracking, um, uh, not really superstar, but like hes hes he kind of has that sort of characteristic in the book as well. And uh, Matt Damon, I think, did an excellent job of portraying him on the big screen, so I'm voting for The Martian. <laughs>
1: A uh, vote for the Martian, and the Martian is moving on.
2: I, I almost changed my vote because of I heard Wells. But uh, no, none of it's gonna it's gonna change the outcome.
1: Uh The Martian is moving on. We're on to our next fight, Terrace, This one is yours. It Should be an easy one. It's not. It is Legion FX. A Legion. Oh, sorry, FX's Legion versus Watchmen: The Ultimate Cut. That is the cut with. The animated thing thrown in, and all the extra scenes, everything. Um, well,
3: I'm at kind of a disadvantage for this one in a little bit, in a little ways, because. Well, Legion is actually a disadvantage because I haven't really seen Legion. I used to read Legion a lot back in the day. I loved him as a character back in the day. I thought it was well thought out. I thought the whole insanity, if you can read people's minds thing, is, is done. But unfortunately, I can't get this in Canada. I can't watch Legion unless you know how to do that. But I, I've tried my best to try to find this and, and, and watch it because I love it. And I haven't been able to. Terrace, we'll Watch- talk. Oh, good. Thank you. Good. Thank you. Uh, I'll add to that list uh, uh, Cloak and Dagger and uh, Runaways also. Anyway, so those are the ones I, could, I haven't seen. However, it's going against the Watchmen. Watchmen, for me, is one of the best all-time comic books. Um, the only thing that makes me not want to vote for this one is that I actually think I like the... Non-extended version a little bit better than the uh the ultimate cut. I watched this just recently with my wife and my daughter, who is now uh 16. And so I thought I'd wait until around 16 age to watch The Watchmen with her. And uh she loved it. Incredible. Uh uh she she really enjoyed it. This movie is if you ever, if you haven't lived through the eighties, and you want want to, this is like living through the eighties. This is like read the Watchmen in two hours, or I'm going to blow your brains out. That's that. That's what I I have said about this movie because it's so incredibly intense, and it's almost exactly that. And what's even better about it is that there's no giant squid, squids. They took uh, uh, Moore's vision of it in my opinion. Uh, so all the way to watch.
2: Mike. Um, hmm. I I like the Legion TV show a lot. Uh, it is a very, very good show. Noah Hawley's done a great job. The acting is fantastic. It's a bizarre visual thing. The The musical bit uh, at the end of the last one, I'm not going to spoil it, but there's this really awesome piece. Um, so I enjoy it tremendously, but I, I'm I'm not going to vote for it kind of, again, on a weird technicality is for me, it's not, not so much an adaptation. Like, I don't know what it, it's specifically adapting. It's pulling pieces from a lot of different comics and, and that doesn't feel as adaptation-y to me. Like for me, I wouldn't put a lot of the Batman movies or the Superman movies or the Marvel cinematic movies, because for the most part, they're not adaptations. They're just taking characters and taking elements and and this kind of felt the same way. I mean, it's not it's not actually telling specific stories from the comics. It's just using these elements. Whereas Watchmen's the other, the complete other direction. It really is, uh, you know. Once again, Zack Snyder trying to be very very sort of literal. Um, it is not my favorite uh, of Snyder's movies. It is not uh, my favorite superhero movie, but I do enjoy it a great deal. Um, and uh, and and this ultimate cut especially. Uh, because it does feel so just sort of big and voluminous like the, the book does. I mean, the I wouldn't want to watch it in a movie theater, but it's a great, great thing to experience at home, and it actually feels more like the comic that way. Uh, plus, I get to vote for Zack Snyder again since I voted against him in 300. And, and again, <laughs> uh, I, I do think he gets a lot more shit than, than he deserves, and he got a lot of shit for this movie
1: too. Um, but, yeah, it's Watchmen. A oh, vote for Watchmen. I like Legion a lot. It was a good show. Like a season if well, season 3 should be fun too. Spoiler, no spoiler? I don't know if there's going to be a season 3. Um but I put the ultimate cut on here because I thought watchman was okay. And then I watched the director's cut and I thought it was a little bit better. And the thing with me is the longer the movie, the more information, the more text you put into the movie of things not action, just like story beats, the better movies get for me. I was just talking to a guy at Comics and More the other day about Daredevil, the director's cut, and the director's cut being significantly better because they add story, and they do that with this. And I love the shit out of The Ultimate Cut. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime right now, and I, I might watch it again tonight. Uh, so I'm going to go with Watchmen, The Ultimate Cut. Dev?
0: Uh, this might be the hardest battle for me out of the entire uh, list that we have here. Um, I put Legion on this list because I recently have watched uh, the first two seasons and they blew me away. Just how different they were from regular comic book movies and TV shows. I mean, the the way they deal with mental illness and, um, and uh, like a, a person struggling and trying to figure out that, that they're, what they've been told is a mental illness all this time is actually their mutant powers manifesting. Uh, it was an excellent movie, or a TV show. So I'm really enjoying that. However, like Tara said, Watchmen is probably my favorite graphic novel that I read uh, as a young adult. And even now into my, uh, into my uh, late adulthood, or middle adulthood, um, it's maybe not as good as my absolute favorite, which is the... Uh, the Superman Red Sun series, um, but it's it's definitely up there. Um, I I honestly don't know how to vote right now. Uh, I I really want to vote for Legion, but I think I'm gonna ha- gonna have to go for the Watchmen.
1: Another vote for Watchmen. Is it a clean sweep, Jared? It is not a
4: clean sweep. Oh my God, I have got to sway some votes because (laughs) I can't let the Watchmen get through. I I mean, I've not seen this ultimate cut. You know, maybe it's the next original Miss Jesus or whatever, but uh, as it stands, the one that I saw in the theaters and the one that I then watched again on an illegal download like days later with a 12-pack and a friend, no, no, it can't go. First of all, you've got like, the characters behaving in ways that are not the, gra- the graphic novel of the Watchmen, which I also think is beautiful and awesome and totally mind-blowingly great. The reason that wasn't ad- adapted for such a long time was because nobody could crack Dr. Manhattan. Dr. Manhattan experiences all time at once. If you read that on Ellen Moore's page, it's amazing. You have a comic comic book sitting in your lap and you can see everything happening to this dude at once. And a film inherently can't let you do that. Like you got to watch it in order. There's just no way that that can become something in a linear format. So I'm fine with that. Okay. We'll forgive that. But on top of not being able to accomplish that, which I guess no one probably ever could, they do this other dumb, weird thing where suddenly characters with no superpowers whatsoever are punching through walls and not breaking their limbs off. The Watchmen are a realistic group of cronies. The only one that's blown out or ridiculous is Dr. Manhattan. He's the only one that is allowed as far as the graphic novel is concerned to have something that is super in any way. And here I'm watching something highly stylized. And yes, yes, it does look like the comic book. Yes, he caught a lot of images just as they looked in my lap. But at what cost? We lost so much of what the Watchmen actually is. And if you hate the giant squid monster, that's the fight. That's That's the end game. So they completely pulled the end game of the novel out and made it into something else, which I couldn't buy in a thousand years. That Dr. Manhattan would have some kind of stake or game or idea to do that. No way. The true champion here is Legion. And if it's not being adapted from something specific, it doesn't matter because you've got this amazing show with an unreliable narrator who is completely telling you what's going on or not and you're constantly guessing at the narrative and you don't even know you're watching an x-men show forever it's beautifully done beautifully executed and as they start layering comic book elements the more you're watching something realistic the more mind-blowing it gets and i'm sorry so many people can't see it that is a heartbreak. That is that is a crime. It's a travesty, but Legion is amazing, especially up against visionary director Zack Snyder's The Watchmen ultimate mini super duper cut. Please, somebody, jump on the Legion bandwagon because this Watchmen stuff can't go forward. We've got Black Canary punching through walls.
1: No! I think. I think it is. I think it is going forward, Jared.
3: Yeah, yeah, uh,
0: maybe sorry. not, because um, that's definitely swayed my... Uh, I, I was teetering on the edge anyway. I love Legion so much that uh, I'm, I'm, I'm switching over to Legion.
3: Yeah. I, lo- I love that movie, so no. Yeah. <laughs> I <love the> <laughs> yeah I- Actually,
2: Jared, you're, you're, I, I, my argument in the next round, because, yeah, I think I'm going to vote for it against uh, Watchmen, will be in complete agreement with you, yet still somehow voting for Watchmen. Stay tuned.
1: <laughs> uh, Watchmen is moving on We're on to our next fight uh, Mike, this one is yours Should be easy For you at least It is V for Vendetta Versus Shawshank Redemption
2: Easy peasy motherfucker I will never vote for Shawshank Redemption uh, Just to let everybody know I No, 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 see no, no, no,
1: no, no Don't tell anybody why? Don't tell anybody Because then it, then it becomes a weird thing of Why does Mike hate Shawshank Redemption? Oh, okay,
2: fuck Shawshank Redemption I'm voting for uh, V for Vendetta
1: uh it, uh it was it was a joke mike has never seen shaw shake redemption yeah i spoiled it i took it from you you son of a bitch uh and he voted for V for vendetta uh i'm voting for shaw redemption there, there's
2: a whole story but damon don't want, doesn't want me to tell you
1: go ahead and tell it i want to hear it
2: no it, it's very simple and this is this is geek spite in its purest is i did not see shawshank redemption for no reason other than timing and this was at a time when things didn't like immediately, it wasn't easily available on video, um, but I just couldn't see it because uh, I, I wasn't able to when I was in theaters. And people kept saying over and over again, oh, you have to see it. And somehow them saying you have to see it just made me go, I don't have to see anything. <laughs> and, uh, and I just avoided it on pure spite. And, and, and that seems to fr- make people angrier. And that actually makes it more pleasurable. And I know it's an amazing movie and I know it probably should win. Um, but just purely out of the completely most irrational spite possible, fuck it. Just because everybody tells me I should like it, I don't have to.
1: Yeah, and I'm going to vote for it because uh, it's an amazing movie. That I, If you wanted to right now, you could probably turn it on. It's on TNT or some other channel somewhere in the world right now, Shawshank Redemption. Uh, Dev?
0: Okay, so I had actually never seen Shawshank Redemption until maybe about six months to a year ago apparently it's my girlfriend's absolute favorite movie of all time and um i said okay fine i guess i'll watch it but i'm not really interested in watching like a concentration camp movie for some reason i get this movie absolutely convinced with or confused with um uh, schindler's list I, I can't tell which one's which this is the one that's the the 1930s like, prison movie right yes Okay, so it's it's an okay movie. I don't know what it's an adaptation of. I guess maybe a booker or something. Um, however, I've seen V for Vendetta and I've read V for Vendetta and that is a great uh, movie and it's also based on a really good comic book or graphic novel, so I'm voting V for Vendetta.
1: It is a Stephen King short story. Uh, Jared? Uh, let's see here. Okay, I read the V for Vendetta...
4: I like me some Alan Moore. Um, I saw the movie. And I didn't like the movie. Didn't get didn't get there for me. So I feel like the adaptation is a fail. Whereas I love this graphic novel. How did this movie not do that? And I'm not sure what fell through the cracks for those guys. But Shawshank Redemption is a damn classic. It's probably a goddamn juggernaut. Um I gotta say yes, uh, it's a freaking phenomenal movie and based on some Stephen King work and then the hairball that built it, um, directed and wrote it. Uh he went on to do um more Stephen King stuff later, even challenging Stephen King in some ways, like uh like that uh like he did the movie The Mist. That's Frank Durban, that's his name. He did the Mist uh based on a story that Stephen King couldn't even end. And he's like, fuck you, I'm ending the mist. And Stephen King's like, no, you're not. He's like, no, fuck you, I'm doing it. And he sent him what he was going to do. And Stephen King's like, Oh yeah, dude, that's how you end in the mist. You got this. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Frank Durabont in The Shawshank
1: Redemption for sure. It is all tied up. It comes down to you there, Terrace. Which one wins? Wow. Oh, Jared, you and I can
3: never, ever watch a movie together, okay? <laughs> um this was a really hard one for me uh, and when i saw that they were paired up i was like oh my god what am i gonna do so i actually watched both of them i i i wanted to make sure because i i alan moore is going to be good ab- adaptations of alan moore's works i, can't, I really love the Watchmen. <laughs> And I, I, I want, but however, I really watched Shawshank Redemption and I was like, wow, is this ever good? Like it was, it was captivating. It was filmed really well. They had a lot of good imagery. Uh, when three, uh, there was a, there was a crossroads. I just, Just a lot of things that I really, really, really loved. I really like this adapt- adaptation to V for Vendetta. I think it's a great, it's a timely, it's chilling. I watched it again, and I was like, oh, my God, what have we done? At, meaning the politi- the current worldwide political uh, environment we live in. I was like, wow, this is a timely movie, and people should watch this shit. So uh, wholeheartedly, even though I really did love uh, uh
1: Redemption, I'm going to go with uh, V for Vendetta. V for Vendetta is moving on. We are on to our next fight. You know,
2: I actually feel a little bit bad about this, but I'm still not changing my vote. Yeah,
1: you shouldn't. <laughs> uh, We're on to our next fight. It is the 2005 classic war of the worlds versus harry potter and the half-blood prince that one is mine and i should not have to tell you why i am voting for harry potter and the half-blood prince if you have seen the 2005 war of the worlds um dev
0: uh yeah tom cruise classic war of the worlds um I I wouldn't say it's a good adaptation of the original material. Um, it's a decent action flick. If you've maybe not never heard anything about what it's the, the source material that it's based on, I mean, it's it's okay as an action flick, but uh, it's not a very good movie. So I'm also gonna vote Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince.
1: Mister Formby. All right. Um.
4: So we're at the uh, War of the Worlds with Steven Spielberg. Ah, uh, you know, I always thought that was kind of a, a, a ballsy adaptation in the way that they still tried to work the whole, uh, the aliens died of a cold situation into it. I always thought that was kind of awkward and weird as, from all the buildup and all the hype around that movie. I always thought that was pretty cool that they tried to still do the HGUL stuff um, but uh, I got to go with the Harry Potter and Half-Blood Prince. Um, I know it's the second Harry Potter on this list. One of them was submitted and uh, I, I myself submitted this one because a little more controversial. Again, so I don't mean to get here but that is a superior telling of the Half-Blood Prince in my humble opinion. And if it moves forward, I would love to say more. And if it moves, I will definitely be in here to fight for this dog because Half-Blood Prince is the shoot.
1: Uh, Terrace. Well, I'm going to actually go for
3: uh, the War of the Worlds, actually. I I really like uh, Tom Cruise. I, is such an amazing person to me. I, I, he's he's clearly insane in the real world, and every time I I watch a movie with Tom Cruise in, I, I'm convinced that I'm going to hate it. Um, live, die, repeat is a good example of that. Just just it's. And War World of the Worlds is actually another good uh, example of that. I always go into the movie going, I'm going to hate this movie because Tom Cruise is in it. And then I'm like, wow, is he ever a good actor? And this is great. Plus, I think this movie does give a good uh, adaptation to the original work. It's bang, you're in it. All of a sudden, there's an alien force. They don't give a shit. They're killing people. They are uncaring and unmoving and unrelenting. And uh, yeah, I I really like it. And then there's this kind of strange thing with a serial killer type of guy in it. And I think it's well done. So yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, World Worlds.
2: Mike. Uh, I'm gonna vote for War of the Worlds also. Um, I I really didn't like uh, the Half-Blood Prince. I mean, like I said before, I'm not a Harry Potter fan. I liked several of the movies I did like, uh, Azkaban. Um, But Half-Blood Prince was one of the ones that I I walked out of not really enjoying. And I've I've not actually read the source material on either of these. Um, I do quite like War of the Worlds. Um, I think... uh, I, I'm a big fan of Steven Spielberg. A lot of people aren't, they, they kind of you know may view his, the, the way he makes films is kind of like manipulative. But I think that that's, that's just, you know, stylistically what he's chosen to do and he does it very well. And I think this is a very good action movie. And that's sort of, again, this sort of reinvention of something. It's not just a straight retelling of what happened before it becomes a, how does this, what is this does this movie look like at this point in, in history? Um, it does uh play is a very post nine eleven movie and, and this idea of, of people as refugees it really looks at this alien invasion from a different perspective um and it does it with very good spielberg action so uh i'm gonna vote for war of the worlds
1: i'll vote for war of the worlds but that muggle bitch is making it through that half-blood prince is going on to the next round we're on to our next fight dev this one is yours it is Sin City versus Fargo, season one.
0: Okay, so Sin City, uh great I wanna say great movie. I really enjoyed Sin City. Um it has such a, a stylized look to it that I didn't know if I was gonna like on the big screen, but I really actually enjoyed it. Um I'll go on record as saying I fucking hated Fargo so much, the original movie. I absolutely hate everything about that movie. There's nothing about it that I like, and um, I, I never really want to see it again. So, because of that, I haven't actually watched the TV show. Uh, maybe it's better. Maybe it's the same. If it's anything like the the movie, I will not be interested. So, I'm going to vote Sin City,
1: Mister Formby.
4: Fargo, the TV show, is every bit as awesome as that movie. And that's why it's on this list is because, amazingly, they were able to delve back into that material and pull out that world and create a new situation that was so entirely Fargo, yet not the same story in any way. So as a thought experiment, as an adaptation, as a place that's getting us to that same sensation, Fargo season one is just amazing. So that's where I want to put my vote. But I got to be reminded, what are we up against? (laughs) What am I fighting? Sin Sin City. City. Sin City with Robert Rodriguez, yes. That actually looks a lot like that comic book, but that's a Frank Miller thing. So now I'm very happy to say Fargo over Frank Miller. Jarrett out. Uh,
1: Mr. Cassidy.
3: Well, I, I again, uh, actually I really did like Fargo. Uh, however, Sin City is, is for me uh, a great mo- uh, monster of a movie. I've got the extended cut, uh, I've I've liked the the shorter version. Uh, it's got darkness. It's an, a, a more, way more an adult movie than a lot of comic book uh, other comic book uh, adaptations are. Black and white and red. It's got just lots of style. It feels like old Sam Spade movie, and. Uh, it, you could see frames just straight off the comic book. So yeah, I'm going for Sin City uh completely.
1: Uh vote for the City of Sin. Mike? Uh what's it that? Two for Sin City, one for Fargo.
2: Ooh. And who's after me? I am <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um hmm. This this is really kind of interesting because one of them is, is very much uh an attempt at being a very literal adaptation of the source material of the other is uh is very deliberately uh not it's not a retelling of the story it's it's a a retelling of the tone it's a retelling of, of elements i mean it there are references to it um but uh and actually personally i like season two uh more than season one um but uh but they were both fantastic seasons um but it's Frank Miller, and and it is a very little tra- literal translation. It's something that's kind of transformative. Um, so, uh, f- fuck yeah, I'm gonna go with Sin City.
1: Damn it, I could be swayed. You could but, have tied it up, Mike.
2: Yeah, I know, but I I I do want to vote for Sin City.
1: Okay, I vote for Sin City. Uh, I don't care about this fight. <laughs> I was gonna go with Sin City. <laughs> Sorry, Fargo. Not that there's anything wrong with you. It's just not my bag. Uh, We're moving on to our next fight. Uh, Jarrett, this one is yours. It is the Rankin Bass Hobbit, obviously the superior Hobbit, versus Scott Pilgrim versus the world.
4: Wow, this actually is probably the first tough one I've had because, man, I love that old cartoon. I love, hello, what's this? And I'll tell you, that performance from Gollum in that movie um, totally informed whatever any circus was ever going to do. He was trapped in it. That was it. As far as any of us were concerned, if we'd seen that old cartoon, if Gollum didn't talk like that or behave like that or be that, then they were screwed in their Lord of the Rings movies. They were really, really screwed. Man, it's so good. I really really like that cartoon a lot. Um, However, Scott Pilgrim versus the world as an adaptation, as something that um, leaps off a comic book page and into a theater, the language that Edgar Wright brings, the flow, how uh, the movie breaks up into panels, and announces itself and introduces comedy in a really offbeat very much like the comic book kind of way uh it's it's probably one of the greatest comic book adaptations ever done whatever the source material it's just super fantastic so I have to go with Scott Pilgrim versus the world
1: Terrace what you got um you know, there's certain
3: cartoons that I can't watch, and I think it was because I was sick back in the day and I had watched it back in the day when I was sick. And actually the Hobbit uh, version of this the uh, uh, book, this cartoon version of the book, I actually have that, I can't, I hate that comic books, that, that art style. It's all about the art style for me. Uh, the characters, everything, the flow of the movie, all good. But that art style just gets it to me. And and so absolutely not. No Hobbit for me. And I'm uh, going to go with the old Scott Meister.
1: i vote for Scotty Uh Mike.
2: Uh, you know, I, I remember loving that Hobbit uh, cartoon when I was a kid. Um, I don't know that it holds up. I have not seen it recently. Uh, the only adaptation I have of The Hobbit is this beautiful oversized book um there was like getting thrown away or something uh, that was illustrated with stills from the movie um but i do remember loving it uh, i i really don't like scott pilgrim versus the world um i do not enjoy that movie one bit but i realized i don't believe i mean i have not read scott pilgrim the comic but what i what what i have read what i've read about it i don't think i would like it at all so I think he actually very masterfully translated that into the movie, and it's probably the reason that people like it is because they respond to those things, and it is an incredibly well-made movie. And I I can I do I own it on Blu-ray, uh, even though I don't like the movie because it is masterfully done, and the way things are translated are so good, and I, and it's a great Blu-ray too. It's got lots of of content, so all of the problems I have with the movie I think are very deliberate in bringing something that I don't like to life. And he did a great job of it. So I will vote for Scott Pilgrim.
1: i vote for Scott Pilgrim because it's adapted so perfectly from a thing that you probably wouldn't like into a thing that you don't like. That you had to vote for it.
2: But but that was his job.
1: Uh, yes, because this is best adaptation. And uh, I actually did read the Scott Pilgrim comic books and it's a very good, and. Uh, Close adaptation to the comic books, and I love the Shannen movie, so I'm going to vote for uh, Scott Pilgrim. Uh, Isn't a clean sweep there, Devram?
0: No, because a we hate clean sweeps here on the show, and two because um, I really enjoy the Hobbit, especially this Rankin Bass version. Um, I tried watching the uh, the re- the new movies that came out where they split one like medium sized book into three movies for some reason, completely unnecessarily, and um i didn't like the the new movies at all and it's probably because i've originally seen this the Rankin bass version went and it was it's a great movie and it's a great movie because it's something that i loved as a child and that's just carried on into adulthood um it's one of the the few movies where the because the animated version was so good i'll never be able to watch a live action version and and think that it's as good or even better. The other one being anything to do with Robin Hood. That, um, that I think it's Disney, Robin Hood movie with the, uh, the foxes and the wolves. That is, has been the absolute best adaptation of a Robin Hood movie. It's not on this list. It really should have been, but it's not. So we'll, we won't talk any more about it. I'm voting The Hobbit. Anyway, that's it.
1: I'll vote for The Hobbit, but Scott Pilgrim is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Terrace, this one looks like an easy one to me. It is Ready Player One versus Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park.
3: Jurassic Park. <laughs> Someone used the Bene Gesserit uh, voice on me there, uh, so I'm going to go with Jurassic Park.
2: <laughs>
1: uh, Mr. Ortiz?
2: Uh, yeah, this this is an easy one. Uh, they, they, they just re-released uh, Jurassic Park uh you know for its anniversary uh, i don't think they're going to be doing that with ready player one it was I enjoyed it a great deal um it's an entertaining Steven Spielberg movie, but uh jurassic park uh is is something much 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 more
1: I have read the Jurassic Park book. The Jurassic Park movie is a horrible- ad- adaptation of the Jurassic Park book, but it, it's still a really good movie uh I wouldn't say that it's better; I actually still prefer the book. But that's just me. Uh, but I also prefer Jurassic Park to Ready Player One, so I will go with Jurassic Park. Uh,
0: uh So I read or listened to, once again, on audio format, uh, Ready Player One, and uh, it, it has everything that I like about 80s nostalgia in it. Uh, all the, the beats that it hit are, are things that you, are a huge part of my childhood. Um, so I, I, it really resonated with me. And I was worried that a movie format of it was not going to be as good. And even though they changed a lot of the, the specifics in the movie, um, it, it kept the, the same theme of the book. And uh, I really, really enjoyed it. So I'm going to vote Ready Player One. Also, I'm going to go on record as saying I hated the Jurassic Park movie. And if I never see it again, I'll be perfectly happy. Didn't read the book. Hated the movie.
1: Jesus Christ, we all are such opposing viewpoints on this shit. Uh, Jared? I'm
4: going to go ahead and go with Jurassic Park. I came with, like, loaded barrels in case Ready Player One was some kind of juggernaut, but since it's not, uh, we'll just kill it now with Jurassic Park.
1: Jurassic Park is moving on. We're at our final fight of the first round. Six more hours to go, guys. Uh, Mike, this one is yours. It is Ninja Batman, which I believe was a Joe pick, versus an unknown of your choosing.
2: Okay. Uh, for, the, for the second unknown, I'm not pulling something from my original list. I actually decided I was going to pull something from our Facebook page, so you should go there and check it out if you want to actually pick the unknowns. There are some great unknowns here. Uh, the Shining Jaws, The Exorcist. Uh Dune, um Psycho, uh The Godfather. So so many good choices out there. But I had to pick one that as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, that's gotta be it. Um, and and also for, for one one good reason. Uh very often on this show I get sort of uh complain when sort of quote unquote real world things show up. So I, I'm going to do something of that myself. And uh the best adaptation is opposable thumbs. Uh, and I'm going to vote for th- opposable thumbs uh, because in honor of uh, Jared Formby, who is, uh, who is one of the the original great geek fighters, uh, the Formby corollary would be no opposable thumbs, no ninja Batman. Can you think how bad that would be? You can't hold a katana, can't hold a batarang. You could conceivably drive a car, but not with any precision. Batman is pretty useless without thumbs. You know, most of the things on this list, except maybe Jurassic Park, um, uh, without them, uh, without opposable thumbs, they just really wouldn't function, so my vote's for opposable
1: thumbs. A vote for opposable thumbs. Uh, I, I don't know what Ninja Batman is. I know it's one of the more recent uh, animated Batmans, uh, but uh, as I am currently talking to you by pressing a button with my thumb, I'm gonna go with opposable thumbs. Uh
0: Debra? Uh, so the only thing I know about Ninja Batman is from I think the Injustice video game where they introduced him and uh, Joker as characters. Uh, other than that, I really don't know anything about it. But it's Batman and it's Batman in a ninja, out- like a samurai style outfit, which is kind of cool. Um, I'm going to vote for it just because I don't want to vote for opposable thumbs.
1: Wait, I, you know we've never actually met, Devrim. Do you have opposable thumbs?
0: Uh, I'm going to have to say I do and I make pretty good use of them but I'm still going to vote for Ninja Batman.
1: I just wanted to make sure we weren't uh, excluding you. You didn't know how great Opposable Thumbs were. Um, Jared?
4: (laughs) Okay. Alright. So it's got to be Ninja Batman because if Opposable Thumbs are going to win this fight on the argument that without opposable thumbs, none of these other things would be here. No, that 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 is gonna be this bizarro juggernaut that's gonna like fight its way all the way to top brass, just like Chewbacca's dad did years
2: you ago. You invented the corollary, Jared.
4: <laughs> no, 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 I understand that. But I'm saying we wanna have a discussion, not opposable thumbs. No, they can't. This is Ninja. This is Batman. Ninja's a great
1: word. Batman's a great word. That's where my vote's going. Oh, vote for Ninja Batman. It is all tied up, and I'm pointing at you right now with my thumb, Terrace. Which one is gonna <laughs> take the win?
3: Wow. Okay, so, when I saw the list, I knew most of these uh, movies, some of them I couldn't have access to. I did have access to Ninja Batman via iTunes. So, I... Uh, I, uh, I watched uh, Ninja Batman via iTunes, and I got to say that, and I love Japan. So just so you know, I, I don't know if anybody knows this me, but I spent a lot of time in Japan. I, I, I studied there. I went there to teach English. Uh, love the country. I, I think it's my second home. Of, uh, all things samurai, all things ninja, uh, and just – a uh, tour that's going into Japan. Just anyway, I just love Japan and Samurai Ninja. Uh, this show is fucked up. <laughs> uh, it's. I'm glad Joker is in it because it is crazy. It, it brings all a whole bunch of different anime things together. Like there's giant robots. There's uh, kids that are, have leaky noses and and have weird mouth open when they run it's just so many things about it is and uh, i i I get your arguments about um uh opposable thumbs but i am gonna
1: go i'm gonna vote dune what no it's tied up you have to break the tie r2d2 is dead
3: damn it i can't vote for dune when it's not Ugh. Because Dune is a great
0: adaptation to this. To,
4: to... I'll vote for Dune. <laughs> wait. <laughs> All right. Here
0: we go. Which which Dune are we talking about? Are we talking about the movie or the TV show?
4: We're talking about a David Lynch movie, right? David I'll, Lynch, I'll, Lynch,
1: yeah. Lynch, yeah. Yes.
2: I'll vote for Jodorowski's Dune. Ooh,
3: I could I could change my vote to that.
1: What the fuck are you guys
4: doing?
0: <laughs> wait, wait Dune which one? Which Dune is this?
4: No, We are <laughs> smothering... Damon, Damon, we are smothering opposable thumbs. No! Like Jack Nicholson and One for the Cookies Nest. No, I was going to vote for it the next obviously. round. Yeah.
1: But this is, this is my favorite part. You guys have all voted for different versions of Dune, which means <laughs> that Dune is tied now with opposable thumbs. Ninja Batman has lost, but now there's two votes for Dune and two votes for Dune and... Two votes for opposable thumbs unless, uh, Mike, are are you changing your vote from opposable thumbs to a dune?
2: Well, I was going to vote for uh, Jodorowsky's dune.
1: Okay, so there's one vote for Jodorowsky's dune. Is there another vote for Jodorowsky's dune? I'll vote for that dune. I ain't seen anything from it, but I'll I'll, I'll go with that dune. It
2: never got made, so that makes it kind of cool.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Watch the movie, Jodorowsky's dune?
2: Well, there there was a documentary about the movie that never got made, and that's called Jodorowsky's dune.
3: Yes, I enjoyed that. Yes, it is good.
1: Okay, well, you know what? Fuck you guys. This round is over. Uh, We'll be back after these messages. You guys will find out who won this fight maybe sometime in the next six hours. It Uh, doesn't matter. I'm
2: voting for Jurassic Park against whatever wins this.
1: Well, yeah, obviously, but...
2: uh... (laughs) See, how about my whole plan? Jurassic Park dinosaurs actually can beat opposable thumbs because, you know, that really doesn't matter against them.
1: It doesn't. Uh, But... uh stay tuned to some messages from the Freebooters network you're going to hear stuff that devrim is going to talk about we'll be right back
2: currently humanity looks to the internet for its information we have stood at the edge of despair and would have fallen if not for awesome podcasts and their content of everything we love now these podcasts are all brought together in one place. Forged in like-mindedness, tempered with a community-oriented forum, covering all things geek, such as wargaming, board gaming, comics, movies, and more. Presenting a lineup of podcasts producing exclusive
3: content for the fans. The Freebooters Network. Trolls want to steal our community. Let's them
1: try. And we're back. Hopefully you heard all of that. Probably not. Nope. Devin's really good at editing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: this this show is so much more professional than we were in the in the late
1: days. <laughs> in most of the days, <laughs> middle, everything except for very early on. But we had about coming...
2: 22 episodes when we just gave up actually trying to make yeah. a competent show.
1: We're coming at you with some geek cred. Uh, Mr. Formby, we were just talking about your geek cred. What is your geek cred, sir? Oh, Oh, gosh. Okay, so my current geek cred is kind of
4: limp, I hate to say, but I've only just found out that Darth Maul survived the Phantom Menace because I saw Solo, the movie, and I was like, oh, wow, that's a dude that looks like Darth Maul. And then, like afterwards, like no, that is Darth Maul. I'm like, what? And it turns out, I guess Darth Maul, like, got spider legs somewhere else in like another form of media. Yeah, that was part of the Clone Wars. Yeah, and then and then I've also heard that like Boba Fett like somehow got out of the Sarlacc pit, which is something that they're rocking now, and I'm wondering that. Did Darth Maul like go down there and grab Boba Fett and pull him out? I am confused. So my geek cred is I'm
1: confused. That's a pretty decent geek cred. Uh Mr. Terrace Cassidy, owner of the network, what is your geek cred? Uh well I have to put up with you assholes, so that's
3: that should give me a little bit anyway, and uh no that's not true. You guys are great. Um I also own Geek Nation tours. I bring people around the world to various geeky destinations uh, from Star Trek to Battlefields uh, currently re- working on three tours uh to be uh, announced shortly uh, I
2: can talk
3: of them one's a samurai uh, Seki trip to Japan and the other one's a gladiator tour to Italy. So those are, those, that's what I do. Uh, what have I been doing recently? I, uh, we were just talking earlier, Mike and I about Fantastic Four. I've been reading uh, the uh, launch of the Fantastic Four, uh, recently got into comics again in a way, a monthly, I haven't done monthlies probably for 20 years. And so I'm doing monthlies again, uh, which is kind of exciting for me and uh, tons of movies.
1: Cool, let's get back to fighting, motherfuckers! It is Game of Thrones versus Scrooge. That one falls to me. Um, it's really, really easy. How do you get the antlers on the mouse? Use a stapler. That moment alone. It's probably one of the greatest Bill Murray Dick mo- moments of all time. And it's also something that I could easily see Ebenezer Scrooge from the Dickens novel doing. Uh, so I'm going to go with Scrooge.
0: Uh, Debra? uh No, I'm going to have to go Game of Thrones. It's, uh, it's a great TV show based on a really good book, and it's a decent adaptation of, that, of the book series. So that's my vote. Jared?
4: I'm going to go Game of Thrones. Um, I feel like uh, the work is uh, not as timeless as uh, Christmas Tale, but I feel like it is definitely very current, and I feel like uh, they're mostly getting it right. So I'm going to go ahead and go with Game of Thrones.
3: Terrace. Um, as I said before, I'm not a big fan of Game of Thrones. Again, too reductionist and gimmicky for me. Uh, Scrooged, and I love Christmas, so uh, Scrooged.
1: It is all tied up coming down to you, Mr. Ortiz.
2: Uh, This is kind of funny because I, I, I don't like Christmas. I'm one of those people. I'm one of those horrible people. And that's why I'm voting for Scrooge. Um, (laughs) It's my favorite Christmas movie. It's dark and it's twisted. Um, it's, it's funny. And you know, it's an adaptation of a Christmas Carol, but it's, it's, you know, the Christmas Carol was not a comedy, uh, but this is transformed into something, and it is so funny. It's one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. I, I I mean, I seriously, if you haven't heard the old episode, go listen to it. I actually kept releasing it over and over again every Christmas in various forms, uh, including a remastered by Alan and a commentary. Um, and I love this movie. I, I still watch it every year. Uh, it is my favorite Christmas movie. And you know what? I, I, just all those other weird things aside, it's just me loving it so much, uh, I, I'm going to vote for it.
1: And Scrooge is moving on to the next round, on to our next fight. Devram, this one is yours. It is Contact versus Preacher.
0: Uh, this one's actually pretty easy. Uh, Contact was a good movie, and I did enjoy it. However, Preacher, just, just because of how messed up the TV show is and based on the messed up comic book that it's based on, uh, I'm going to vote Preacher. Jared?
4: Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Preacher as well um, because Contact beat uh, Princess Bride, so <laughs> Boo.
3: Uh Mr. Cassidy. Uh I'm gonna go for the same reasoning as Devram just made, but opposite and say contact because Preacher is just that guess that I prefer contact. And I love contact ends and uh first contact movies. So bang.
1: Mike?
2: Uh I'm I'm gonna go for Preacher. Uh it's it is it's one of those adaptations that is okay we maybe we can't necessarily translate it literally so what do we take and how do we transform it into something different that uh that uses a lot of the same elements um but but does it in a different way and and that that really excites me because you know i read the book and i love the book and it's one of my favorite books of all time and uh and so I know it very well but I don't know this series and there's things that are happening that are you know remind me of what happened before but then there are things that are new and that that really makes it more more interesting to me because I don't know the story of this um but it still it still fits within the story that I know so preacher
1: I vote for preacher I cannot vote for preacher uh preacher uh, you Mike's right. It does that. But the thing it doesn't do for me is it doesn't hit my favorite moments from Preacher. That That's my problem is my favorite moments weren't in the show. Like, it, everybody is pretty much spot on. Everybody is exactly who they're supposed to be. Like, I'm fine with how their characterization is. It's just the, when it gets to the, oh, this is one of my favorite moments that happened in the comic book. I can't wait for it. And it, okay, I'm not, oh, okay. Maybe it'll happen. Nope. Oh, I guess I guess they're just. At, I guess they couldn't do it. Oh, oh well. And then I, you know, kind of got bored with the show and stopped watching. I'm going to vote for Contact Preacher is moving on. We are on to our next fight, Jared. This one is yours. It is Tomb Raider from 2017 versus iRobic. All right, for me, um, this.
4: Uh... I know that like, uh, I voted on iRobot because of Will Smith, but uh, this time uh, you're up against one of my picks, which is this Tomb Raider movie, which I'm telling you guys, this is playing Tomb Raider, but not having to play anything. It's so fantastic. It's a brilliant adaptation. Uh, I'm going to say that uh, they, they took it from the newer version of the game, which I think was a good choice. I think that the new version of Tomb Raider playing all the way through is a lot of fun, especially if you played it back in the day and it's very rewarding, especially in the last minutes of the video game. And this new movie was able to get to places that were in that game and demonstrating stuff that you played through, but it still felt like a cliffhanger, Indiana Jones style kind of thing so I feel like they really found like a really absurdly great balance between uh, what happened before and what was happening in front of you. And I just feel like it's really superior uh, for that purpose of, of bringing um, that, that gameplay aspect to something where you don't have the control in your hands and you're watching her run through scenes where you uh, biffed it and you had to replay and watching her clear it, it's pretty fantastic. It's a really, really cool translation. So I have to go with the new Tomb Raider.
1: Mr. Terrence
3: Cassidy. This one's a little bit... Uh, that was very compelling. Uh, but I haven't seen it. So, And I do like Will Smith. So I'm going to go with iRobot because I like R- Will Smith. And uh, this is... Uh, um, a good movie. I,
2: I I like this movie a lot.
1: A vote for *I Mike.
2: Um, I have not seen this *Tomb Raider* movie. I did not. I did see the first uh, *Angelina Jolie* movie. Were there two? Am I misremembering yes. that, or am I confusing that with just another *Angelina Jolie* action movie? Um, so I saw the first one, not the second one. I liked it. I have not seen this one. The actress in it is quite good. Um, I know it didn't do particularly well. Um, however, uh, I, I did see iRobot. I liked it a great deal. However, uh, Jared, you have at least swayed me to watch it, and what the hell, you'll sway me to uh, vote for it because uh, even though I haven't seen it, uh,
1: I'll give it a shot. Goddamn shark, Jr. Uh, I'm going to vote for iRobot. Devrim, it is all tied up. It comes
0: down to you. Oh, I think I also may have been swayed. Like, I haven't seen the Tomb Raider movie. I saw both the Angelina Jolie ones. They were okay action flicks. But I don't know if they really captured the essence of the the video game. And meanwhile, Jared's saying that this does capture the essence of the video game. And in fact, in such a way that it feels like you're actually playing the latest video game. Uh, So just based on that alone, I'm going to vote for Tomb Raider.
1: Tomb Raider is moving on into the next round. We are on to our next fight. Terrace, this one is yours. It is Harry Potter, the prisoner of Azkaban versus The Expanse. You know, an easy fight. Ooh.
3: This is nasty. I love The Expanse. But Harry Potter. There's a Harry Potter on the other side, isn't there? The Half Blood Prince. Uh, Do I remove a Harry Potter? for all you Harry Potter fans against V for Vendetta, against the oh, Half-Blood Prince, if I vote for her. Ask me,
1: Man. There are no deals being made here. No deals! Damn it! I forgot. It's been so long since I've been on... You New can Fight. make a deal. Yeah, I mean, I don't can. know
2: if anybody wants to make a deal, but...
1: You can totally try and deal, but... Guaranteed, you're going to be betrayed. <laughs> I don't
2: know what you
1: deal again. Uh, I will put
3: Harry Potter forward if needs to half blood.
2: So, so when V goes forward, yeah, just vote. I'm
3: not joking, anyway. <laughs> I was not serious about it, anyway. I am going with. Actually, I think I am currently watching Expanse. My daughter would kill me if I... No, you know what? I'm going to go with my daughter, Azkaban.
1: Prisoner of Azkaban gets a boat, Mike.
2: So uh, every once in a while, I go back and listen to old episodes. And uh, I'll, I'll hear votes that I make on things that are, you know, six, seven years old. When something is new and kind of hot and, you know, you say something about it and this is awesome and then you know, years later, it sort of goes sour, and it's not remembered quite as fondly. And this might be an instance like that for The Expanse, but at least for right now, uh, I really do think it's an awesome show, and it's a blast, and it's a great adaptation. And uh, I really loved Azkaban, but one of the the problems that you start to get into with with adapting anything from one medium to another is in, in movies, there's always a certain amount of compression that you don't necessarily have to do in television. You can expand on ideas. That's why many of the, the TV shows that are made out of movies become very interesting because they get to take something and expand on it. Um, and and the, the TV show can do that. It can do that in a very interesting way. And so you can tell these bigger, broader stories that are really possible uh, in a movie just in terms of, of content. So it's, it's an unfair advantage for a TV show like this, but it's an advantage, at least right now, that I'm responding to and, and voting for The Expanse. i
1: vote for The Expanse. This one is actually a hard fight for me. I was thinking about it real hard. Uh and I'm not going to get any new prisoner of azkaban movies. I am going to continue to get more expanse. Uh so I will continue my expanse love. For now, I could be swayed. Trevor,
0: I'm expanse all the way. Like I said, I enjoyed that Harry Potter movie. It's probably the best of the Harry Potter movies. Um definitely the best of the two that we have in this in this matchup or in this uh in this geek fight. Um, however, The Expanse is a great series, and it's, it's got such great hard sci-fi, which I really like. It's not something you see a lot. You see a lot of like uh, fantasy sci-fi in, in TV shows where you know ships are making turns left and right. No one really seems to suffer the effects of gravity. This, they get the, the actual physics of it right. And so just for that alone, I'm, I'm going to vote The Expanse.
1: Mr. Formby, what is your vote?
4: Sorry, there was a lot to do to to get back on here. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to go with The Expanse as well. I'm just going to let th- it have this one um, because it's not the Half-Blood Prince.
1: Uh, vote for The Expanse, Mike. Uh, the Expanse is clearly moving on. Mike, this one is yours. It is the comedy classic, The Martian versus Watchmen, The Ultimate Cut.
2: Uh, I'm going to vote for Watchmen uh, and kind of... Uh... Addressing what I had mentioned earlier, um, Jared is exactly right uh, about um, not just Doctor Manhattan, but the entirety of Watchmen. the The reason that Alan Moore and and Dave Gibbons talked about Watchmen being unfilmable was not because it's too complex or too dark or anything like that. Is Watchmen is you know primarily what makes it work is this this structure that is only available in comics. Um, the way that they play with it is really why people respond to it. So it is completely impossible to adapt that. And that's why I don't think Zap, Zack Snyder was really trying to do that. Um, he took what is this basically a fairly straightforward um, and not very clever murder mystery that turns into a, a, a weird sci-fi conspiracy story um, and and the characters that are involved in it and transforms it into something else. And it doesn't necessarily really even care about the narrative watchman as much as it, as it is these snapshots. Uh, the the first hour of the movie is a, this very faithful translation, uh, which then gets to this really strange rust conclusion where he has to create something new to be able to wrap it up. And each subsequent version got a little bit closer to what the comic was doing. But I, I think because it is impossible to try and do that, Zack Snyder really set out to do something else. And I think he succeeded in doing that, which is basically... It's not Watchmen, it's this other thing that references Watchmen. And I think it does a very good job. And I hope that Damon Lindelof on the TV show does something very different too. I mean, this is this is an instance where the, the literalness of the translation is not really what it's going for because it, it knows that it can't. Um, and so that's what I like about it. So yeah, Jared was completely right and that's why I'm voting for it, so Watchmen.
1: I too will be voting for Watchmen uh sorry martian uh mr turk
0: uh i'm actually gonna vote for the martian because uh for the exact same reason why i vote for the expanse just the hard science of it um this is a sci-fi movie that that embraces the science fiction not not the fiction but the science aspect of it um it's it's a little more they go a lot more into depth in depth in the science in the uh in the book so it makes sense that they Chose to kind of gloss over some of the calculations that he ends up doing when they talk about the movie just for pace and because so it doesn't bore people to tears. Because those are the portions of the book that I particularly wanted to skip over when he starts doing mathematical uh, formulas. It might look good on the page, it does not look good when it's or f- sound good when it's being read out to you. Uh, however, um, just because of the hard science aspect of it, I'm voting Martian. Mr.
1: Form B. Jared, I think you're still muted. <laughs> he might be dead.
3: Oh, that would be awful. Well, we it says mute, though. Yeah, I know. And is there, like, a marker when it says dead? Like if you Jeez, died.
4: dude, this, this app has got so many damn windows inside it. Like, I'm holding up the phone to my cheek just to listen to this, and <laughs> then it's selected... Who knows what all? I'm so sorry. You, 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 uh, you know, oh,
1: you, you don't really have to mute though, because I it, don't. It's really good at not picking up stuff unless you're talking directly. Seriously, really? Yeah.
0: Uh, also, kind of Jared, app? Jared, you can put it on speakerphone as well.
4: Oh wow. Okay. Maybe I should have hooked up a Blu-ray speaker to this. All right. I'm so sorry. Here is uh, my thoughts. No way does this Watchmen go forward. Are <laughs> you serious? Punching through walls? that No one can do that in The Watchmen. That's why it's cool. That's why it's hard. You watch that movie, Zack Snyder, there's no rules. There's, there's nothing. Everything is about what's the prettiest or the most, uh, uh, pause your VCR and check it out or whatever. No way can I let this watchman go forward. I will instead vote for the hard science of the Martian. Because yes, thankfully I didn't gloss over the hard science that's in the book. I guess that is true. I've not read it, but I did tell somebody I know who's into science to read it because I heard good things. And that person came back like, like wet with water, like on his face, like eyes wide, like, oh my God, thank you for showing me this book. And it's like, okay, but I didn't read it, but yeah, I'll, I'll go with The Martian for sure. And plus, man, that climax, that's harrowing. Flying up through the atmosphere with like a tarp over you, let's go with that. That's way more genuine, way more fun, and way better, closer to what was written on the page than the Watchmen travesty that was launched on us so many years ago. And I'll bet that the David Lindelof version will be better. I will probably like that a lot more because I trust David Lindelof. I know most people think they got fucked over by Lost, but I'm not one of those people. So I think that the best Watchmen adaptation is yet to come. And it's not on this list. So
1: The Martian. It is all tied up. It comes down to you there, Terrace. Which one is going to take the win? Okay, first I have to say
3: OMG. <laughs> I had no idea that there was going to be a Watchman TV series. I had no idea. So, thank you for telling me that. That was aw- that's the best news I've had yeah, like all week. Go. Wow, shockingly awesome. Um no, I you know what I have to go to the Washington and I'll tell you why uh, I have to go to the Watchmen. I actually do like uh, the fact that the that he reimaged them and I gave them a little bit more super to their uh, to their uh, characters I'm not that's not why I'm gonna move forward though because I mean you, Jared does does have a compelling argument but Reason why I really like this movie is that it's sick with the '80s. It feels like the '80s that gray, dismal uh, dance because you think the world's going to end. It has that vibe, that vibe that I thought, you know, I'm going to go party because I don't think I'm going to be waking up in the morning. It even has the McLaughlin Group and and commercials from that time. So uh, it it feels sick with the '80s, and that's that's why
1: I. I I'm with it. Oh, uh, vote for Watchmen and Watchmen the Ultimate. It is the best adaptation of the 80s. Well, it's moving through. And we are on to our next fight. Uh, Damon, this one is yours. It is V for Vendetta versus the Half-Blood Prince. Uh, I'm going to go with the Half-Blood Prince. Uh, Deborah.
0: I'm going to go V for Vendetta. Fuck
4: okay, you, V. Uh, Jared? All right, so this is like the pivotal thing. This is adaptation at its very best is the half-blood prince the half-blood prince totally totally fucking rocks because of the ending the ending in the film diverges from the book and this is uh where the harry potter heads freak out and and cry foul but i feel like the end of the movie completely surpasses what happened on the page. And I feel like the effect is better, and I'm gonna tell you why. Just real quick, here it is. The end of the book, you've got Harry Potter thrown under his invisible blanket and paralyzed. So just think about how many factors are involved there, where he is invisible and he also cannot move. And he has to watch Snape kill Dumbledore. Spoilers. So that's the book version, which is fine. Getting there is weird and difficult. But when you watch the film, and this is Stephen Clovis, who's like one of my favorite screenwriters anyway, but he pretty much adapted all of those movies to film. When it came time to build that moment, he took a step back, And he made it about Harry's trust in Dumbledore. Dumbledore is telling him the whole time, Snape is someone you can trust. Snape is okay. But Harry's experience with Snape thus far, as evidenced in the film, is, I don't like this guy. So there's a moment where Harry can confront Snape and keep him from going into that room And he chooses, he chooses to let Snape go in that room. And then the result is Dumbledore is killed. And the fact that he chose that is way cooler, way cooler than being paralyzed underneath his blanket and unable to do anything. So I believe that that adaptation supersedes the material and gives us something with a lot more emotional weight and a lot more gravitas than what was on the page. So I'm going to put the Half-Blood Prince forward. And I'm done.
1: I'll vote for the Half-Blood Prince. Terrence?
3: Wow. That's a good good argument. I'm... You know... I'm like I, I enjoyed watching it with my daughter. But it was it, it, it never really moved me. But V for Vendetta the movie did. It it really especially now. And and it just had this this strength about it that this has this strength about it that we should be you know, we should, we gotta question things. We gotta we gotta make sure things don't don't happen. We gotta we're we're you know, and uh, and so no, I'm gonna I'm
1: voting for V, V for Vendetta. Uh vote for V, Mike.
2: Um, I am also gonna vote for V for Vendetta. Um, one, uh, and this is not a good reason, but it's one of my favorite reasons. It be, because it means uh, Watchmen versus V in the next round, which is Alan Moore versus Alan Moore, which is also what pisses Alan Moore off more in the next round, which would be a great fight in my opinion. Um, but also I think I think the V movie uh kind of does similarly what, what Jared said about uh about Half-Blood Prince is one of the criticisms was how the movie completely misses the point of of Moore's sort of Thatcher era critique and turns it into this sort of modern uh really sort of commentary on on George Bush in a post-9-11 world. And that, that's exactly why I liked it. I mean, you have to, you know, wonder outside of a period piece what is the a period piece set in the future too which gets kind of weird um what what is the relevancy of that to this audience and i think there really isn't as much especially because you know the view we have of of thatcherite england now is vastly different than the fear that they felt back then which you can even see alan moore softening in his uh his uh, you know views of, of the future of england uh when uh when you look back at his own writings about that, uh, time period. So I really liked the idea that it sort of translated it. Uh, plus it had some, I thought very, very solid performances by, um, uh, Natalie Portman and, uh, Hugo weaving, you know, behind a, a, an emotionless mask. And I think he did a really, a really kind of amazing job with it. So, uh, well, yeah, it's not as literal an adaptation. It certainly doesn't have quite the weight uh of of the uh, original but that's uh you know uh, alan moore's a, a master at making uh comic books and uh and you know they're it's not being done by someone who's an equal master of, of the movies but i think they do they do a really good job of sort of adapting that those ideas and themes to the audience that they're addressing and i think they do it to the in a pretty interesting way so v i'll
1: vote for v but the Half Blood Prince is moving on. We're on to our next fight, Deveron. This one is yours. It is Sin City versus Scott Pilgrim.
0: Uh, this is an easy one for me. Um, I saw Scott Pilgrim. It was interesting, but not in any in any way my favorite. However, Sin City is a great adaptation of the comic book or the graphic novel. Um, like there are there are scenes that are basically translated directly from the page onto the screen and in kind of the same stylistic art style. That they used in the comic book, and just based on that alone, I'm voting Sin City.
1: Mr. Formby.
4: Well, I gotta say that uh the uh adaptation of Scott Pilgrim is working as well as the argument on Sin City. It's uh pushing the borders, it's uh completely translating itself into the comic book in more of an aggressive way. I mean, we even got word drops. Um, It's like watching a moving comic book. So I feel like it's a little more effective, although don't get me wrong, I think Sin City's a sexy movie. I think it's a a cool movie. But if I had to choose between these two, Scott Pilgrim is a hell of a lot more fun to watch. And uh, based on that alone, It has to be scott pilgrim because you burn through it and you're out and you're like what did i just see whereas sin city is i feel even though i think it's sexy a little more of a slog plus what's up with what's her name like that going topless there we go gonna go with scott pilgrim
1: a vote for scott pilgrim terrace oh right um
3: Frank Miller, identical, Sin City.
2: Uh vote for Sin City, Mike. Uh, I am also going to vote for Sin City. Um, and and, and this Jared is right. This is, these these two are very very good expressions in very very different ways. Uh, in many ways, um, what what Scott Pilgrim does um is translate that language into a film language. Uh, much more successfully, um, but I think that you know that that's a deliberate thing on the part of of the Sin City uh, filmmakers and 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 Frank Miller being one of them uh, to try and actually literalize uh, the comic book imagery instead of just sort of translating it. Uh, and it's a it, it's a really bold experiment, and maybe in some ways it doesn't succeed, but in terms of uh, doing something. Uh, in a a rather unexpected way, uh, I think it does succeed, uh, you know, fantastically. Uh, and plus, just you know, sort of the the personal level is I, I have a great affection for the sequel, uh, Dame to Kill for because uh, once again at Anchor Bay Entertainment I worked on that package.
3: I actually really like that <laughs> the sequel too. To tell you the truth, a lot of people hated it, but it was just more Sin City. I'll
1: vote for Sin City. I'm not gonna try and save Scott Pilgrim. I'm voting for it, cause I've been there. But since then he's moving on, we're on to our next fight. Jarrett, this one is yours. It is Jurassic Park versus which Dune was it, Mike?
2: Uh, I don't care. I'm voting for Jurassic Park.
1: Yeah, yeah, but what, I gotta say, with the name of the Dune that just uh, magically,
2: which, uh, which one? Which the, one? Which one? I don't know.
1: The 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 documentary. Judarowski? Judarowski's Dune jenorowski's dune okay okay. so jurassic park versus jenorowski's dune jared that's yours
4: okay well um i've seen jurassic park and i have not seen the dune entry but god damn it i am intrigued i'm gonna go with the dune we never got the dune we never got is far better than the Jurassic Park we received in nineteen ninety three, that's done, and there's no need to vote on Kavanaugh. We're all set, done.
1: Uh, vote for Jodorowsky's Dune, uh, Terrace? I'm
3: gonna vote for Jodorowsky's Dune. Uh, it I saw I just saw this recently actually, and it's a great, great movie uh, about trying to adapt uh, Dune to a bigger screen. And what he was trying to do was amazing. His effort was... And the downfall of him never getting it to to film, that's very interesting also. But the scope that he was trying to do really, really would have blown every other sci-fi away, quite frankly. And so, yes... I'm going doing all the way. Especially since I uh changed the
1: uh Yeah. Mike, this is all your fault. Uh go ahead, Mike.
2: Wow, I'm sorry. Um but I'm also gonna hop on this train and vote Joe Doroski's gun.
1: I hate you. Um I'm gonna vote for Jurassic Park. Uh Devram.
0: Oh, Dune all the way. I hate Jurassic Park.
1: I knew that. Uh, Genorowski's Dune, okay, is moving on to the next round. We're on to our next fight. Terrace, this one is yours. It is Scrooged versus Preacher. The Carmen. Oh, wow. Christmas.
3: Christmas wins over everything. And I just put uh, Scrooged back
1: into my uh, Amazon cart. Uh, Mr. Ortiz.
2: Uh, Damon, remember what you said last round about Preacher? Oh, it doesn't have all the parts you like. Yeah. So even though I do like the show very much, that that for me is where it it uh, fails. And Scrooge does have all the parts I like, so Scrooge.
1: <laughs> Vote for Scrooge. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, I sharked, I sharked Mr. Ortiz, and I'm voting for Scrooge.
0: Uh, Devram. Uh, that's tough. Um i think i'm gonna go scrooge mainly because i haven't voted for it at all so far but i i I did actually really enjoy the movie so yeah fine scrooge can go through hey
4: jared (laughs) hey what's going on guys oh a scrooge beating preacher is that what we're doing is it a clean it's crushing it this is absurd damon The fact that your favorite parts aren't in Preacher doesn't matter. When you push play on a new episode of Preacher, it feels, sounds, and looks exactly like Preacher, something that should be impossible. And like Mike said earlier, you have no idea where it's going, so it's like you're rereading Preacher. This is insane. This is one of the greatest adaptations of anything ever offered up in any media, you have to vote for Preacher. Preacher is getting to places you want to see at all times. Like, I feel like we're on the cusp now of watching the Saint of killers blow Satan's brains out. Like, they're, they've introduced enough new information in their way to get to those places and demonstrate those things and that first season where he's just stuck in that same town that blew up in like the first issue yeah that was a great choice because we're also invested before they go on the road it's really really brilliant how they're turning and twisting and Garth Ennis himself like came out and was like I can't believe you guys took this crap that fell out of my head in 1998 you took that crap and you made it concise, and you made it visceral, and you made me care about it again. Preacher is the true dog here, and Scrooged is a great movie. Don't get me wrong. I love it all day. But when you're talking about adaptation, Christmas Story, who can't adapt that? The Christmas Carol, of course. Everyone's had a stab at it. It's been translated multiple times. And yes, the Bill Murray version could be the best. But we're talking about taking a work that is incomprehensible and translating it to a new form and getting new people into it. Preacher rules all day. So I'm gonna go with Preacher, and I hope some of you will feel the same way.
1: I'm not gonna give him the chance. Scrooge is into the final four. We are on to our next fight, Mike. This one is yours. It is Tomb Raider versus the Expanse.
2: Um I'm just, yeah, I'm I'm voting for the Expanse, but I, I, I will use my time to say uh Jared's right and I forgot. Um, they actually incorporated Hitler into it. That's amazing. How did they do that? Um yeah, I I changed my vote. To, uh, to Preacher, but it doesn't matter. And I'm voting for Expanse here.
1: I also am voting for the Expanse. Uh, Devron?
0: Oh yeah, Expanse all the way. I voted for it all this time and I'm gonna keep going.
1: Mr. Forum B.
4: I guess it's the Expanse. I, mean, I don't know, I guess, sure. I guess so. Yeah, the Expanse, sounds good.
1: Terrace, is it a clean sweep?
3: Yes, it is. Uh, I voted against Expanse last time, and I felt guilty, so it is uh, a clean sweep.
1: The Expanse is into the final four. Uh, Next fight is for me. It is the Watchmen Ultimate Cut versus Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. And, Jared, you will be happy to know that, uh, yeah, you swayed me, because that moment is cool. I forgot that he was frozen and under the the tarp, because the moment in the movie is significantly better. Uh, So, yeah, I'm going to go Half-Blood Prince.
0: Devram? Ah, uh, I'm not sure about this one. Um, Watchmen, again, a great graphic novel. Uh, I was okay with the adaptation. I didn't think it was terrible. Half-Blood Prince, I've never really read any of the Harry Potters, so I don't know what the the adaptation factor is like. Uh, just to be contrary, I'm going to vote Watchmen.
1: Mr. Formby. Oh,
4: I'm going to go with the Half-Blood Prince, because the Watchmen is a fucking bloody nose on everything we hold sacred, so yeah, and there's a better Watchmen coming I cannot shake the fence enough, so I'm going with Harry Potter, yes
1: sir uh, Terrace
3: no, oh, no, no no. it'll be Watchmen for me I, I I, I, voted for Harry Potter once and I felt dirty, so no, Watchmen is all away
1: it is all tied up it comes Watchmen. down to you Whoa, shit! Okay, Watchmen, the Ultimate Cup—it's into the final four. Uh, Devram, this fight is yours. It is Sin uh, Sin City versus Deuteroskies or Deuteronomy's. Uh, Let's go, Deuteronomy's (laughs) Dune.
0: Easy battle, uh, Sin City.
1: Uh, Vote for Sin City, Jared. I would vote for the unseen
4: Dune a million times over Sin City because of Frank Miller.
1: Alright, uh vote for Judasky Doody Brother Dune. Uh Terrace?
3: Wow. Um go back on my uh uh love of that uh Dune movie. Jared I think Uh Mike, go ahead. Uh Yodorovsky, um, because... perhaps. Yo I thought maybe it
2: doesn't
3: matter. because while it's about an adaptation, it's not actually an adaptation. So I'm, and I really, really, like Sin City, and I think it's a really good adaptation. So Sin City all the way.
1: A uh, vote for the City of Sin, Mike. Um, okay, I
2: I'm going to vote for the unseen Jodorowsky's Doom, not actually the documentary, the the one that could have been, and there actually is a book, a physical book documentary. Uh, uh, that that he's created of it. Um, Yes. And and it's also a small vote against Sin City because even though I love it and I love Frank Miller, one of the problems with the movie is it makes this attempt to translate the comics, and and I I think I'm the only person on earth that actually feels this way, Um, but I think it fails because the comics were created to be black and white. There's no gray tone in the comics at all, and that's really what makes the comic book unique, and it goes back to that sort of problem of You can't translate to that movie movie literally when you do. If you try it, it looks too stark. It doesn't work. So they have to soften it. And I think something is really, really lost in the translation. So even though I love the movie, because it's missing that, it's it's back to Preacher. It's missing the part that I really, really love. Um, I actually can't vote for it. And strangely, I can vote for the the Dune that was never made because it's a book I never read. So I guess it works.
1: Nice. It's all tied up, and it comes down to me... <sighs> really? Really? We're gonna let the... the. It should have been opposable thumbs, goddammit. it. I would have gotten taken out by Jurassic Park. We'd have no problem with this next fight. You sons of bitches. I got... I'm the one that's gonna put Sin City into the final four, and Sin City is in the fucking final four, so it I can died. end this craziness. Let it I go. Been, Come on, man. Nope. The craziness had to end, because that's that's a goddamn crazy worm. Jodorowsky's Dune would have won this fight. For yeah, other for yeah, good no, reasons. No, fuck that. It's not going to get on. It's, it's done. Sin City, moving <laughs> <laughs> I'll change my vote. I don't know what your vote was. I think... Dune.
2: So is the unseen Dune moving on?
1: I think Dune
4: should move on. Uh, between you and me, since it's just us. I think it should be Dune. Because, man, I hate that you guys. would have been
1: sweet. So much. Uh, Judorowski's Unseen Dune is moving on into the next round. As yeah. the best adaptation. Uh, we've got the final four. It's Scrooge versus The Expanse. Watchmen, The Ultimate Cut versus Dune that nobody ever saw. Um, Jarrett, this first fight is yours. It is Scrooge versus The Expanse.
4: All right, well... I've uh let the expanse go as far as it has because people promising me that it's friggin' awesome and I don't doubt that it is. That is something to have like super hard science working in a fictional realm of politics and action. Sounds good. Yes, I will be on board very soon. But Bill Murray in scrooge it's fantastic so i'm gonna
3: go with scrooge
1: uh vote for scrooge terrace
3: oh this one is difficult i think i think it was jared that said anybody can make a um, a movie and while this one might be the best i could i haven't uh, it's been a long time. I didn't really, I, I, it, it didn't grab me when I watched it back in the day. I was like, oh, I don't know if it's funny or not funny. Um, so I'm going to go with Expanse. I, and I really enjoy uh, uh, this show. So uh, And it's current, and I'm loving it. So Expanse. Mike?
2: The problem with Expanse is it hasn't ended yet. So we don't know how well this sort of larger thing works, but Scrooge is done, it's complete, it's a classic. Um, we know what it is and how it's going to wind up. And uh, unfortunately, we don't. So there's always time for things to go off the rails. And this is something that's really awesome now. But again, uh, I don't know that it necessarily will earn uh, its its geek wings. So uh, I'll put, oh, I'll put it something. Oh, man. OK, okay, OK, OK,
4: OK. On top of this, what Mike just said, I'm going to the Expanse. I trust this thing I've never seen (laughs) way more than this argument where it's, like, all cut and dry and it's already in a box set and it happened in 88. So, The Expanse, go forward. Be awesome.
1: So, wait. Mike, you just voted for Scrooge and... Okay.
2: I unsharked.
1: You unsharked stuff. (laughs) All right, um... I'm going to vote for The Expanse. Uh, Devrim?
0: A thousand percent The Expanse.
1: And The Expanse is in the final. Uh, Terrace, this fight is yours. Uh, It is Watchmen versus the Unseen Dune of Our Mind's Eye. (laughs) Yeah. You know, actually,
3: this is kind of a difficult one. It is. Because I do think that that Dune would have been amazing. Uh, But here's the thing. Would have... And I love that Watchmen, man. I really do. So Watchmen for me.
1: Uh, vote for Watchmen. Uh, Mike?
2: Okay, guys, I'm sorry because... Fuck you, dude no, dude is no, my, no, is my no, no, um, no. And I'm voting for it here, and I'm sorry if this, this breaks geek fights. Um, the reason why is the re this thing just sort of snuck onto the list just as a half-assed joke and then moved on and evolved into this idea of the unseen dune. And I think there's a reason, because I think what we're telling ourselves is this is moving on because you can't really adapt things. There's always something missing. Every one of us has an argument for and against, but the one that's in your mind is always perfect. And that's what this represents. And I think ultimately the best adaptation is no adaptation. So I'm voting for Dune because that's
1: what it means. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you wholeheartedly because fuck this. Uh, I'm voting for Dune, the Dune in my mind, where it's all people of Latin descent, and um, there's a guy who rides horses or something. I I don't give a fuck. It's all tied up. It comes down to you, Jared. Which one is moving through? Oh, it's gonna be Dune. Are you serious? this is where I get
4: to like, shoot Watchmen in the face is up against this weird version of Dune we never got to see. And, by the way, geeks and nerds, there is a new and improved version of Dune still coming down the pipe from our boy that made the arrival. So, who knows? There might be even a better Dune coming, but as it stands now, yeah, I'm going to go for Imaginary Dune over the terrible Watchmen. Uh,
1: an Imaginary Dune is into the final fight. It is the Expanse versus the Dune of your mind's eye. Um, Yeah, so this is an easy fight. Debra, go right ahead. Your imagination that's only in your head versus something that's in the real world. <laughs>
0: Uh, I voted for the Expanse in every round so far, and the Expanse is one of my absolute favorite shows on currently on TV. Even though I don't watch TV, so I'm definitely voting Expanse.
1: A vote for the Expanse, uh, Mike.
2: Uh, I started this train. I'm not jumping off now, unless people want to throw an opposable thumbs. I will negotiate an <laughs> opposable thumbs change uh, in exchange for a Jodorowsky's Unseen Doom.
1: Oh, we've left Jedorowski's Unseen Dune two rounds ago. This is literally the dream I had three weeks ago, <laughs> and it was kind of like Dune, and that's what's on the list now.
2: I will also um, vote for the Hispanic Dune.
1: <laughs> um, Mr. Cassidy.
3: Um, you know what? Mike's argument about uh, adaptations is dead on. And while I really, really like Expanse, uh, really love the idea of that Dune, and please, if you haven't seen uh, Jaredowski's Dune, the documentary, please watch it because it's amazing. Especially if you're a Dune fan and you haven't watched it, then shame on you. Actually, it's 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 an amazing movie, uh, a, a cool history to. Uh, uh, And uh and David Lynch. I think I'm pretty sure they talk about David Lynch if 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 my if anyway, um wholeheartedly because of Mike's argument for Dune.
1: Uh vote for I'm changing the title now to Tabasco because it's about spice. Uh Jared All right, so uh the expanse
4: is an adaptation that is currently running, which is brilliant. And yes, please continue to do a great job of what seems to be a pretty basic story with hard science, uh, mystery, science, whatever. I'm sure it's awesome. It sounds like uh, what I need to see outside of Deep Space Nine. Sounds like it's going to like rub that same part of my brain. But my vote is for Unseen Dune, because Dune is the shit. As someone that read that book and has reread that book, it's one of the few I've reread a few times in my life. It does need like a super brilliant adaptation, and the Drakowski stuff so far seems to be uh, very close to what I wanted to see. Although I would have voted for David Lynch's *Dune* as well, even with the uh, the voice boxes. So I'm gonna go ahead and put it on *Dune*. Yes.
1: And uh, for those of you that thought we were going to get to a real answer in this episode, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> the answer is Tabasco Chapstick. That is the winner of this geek fight.
2: I, I would like to point out one more thing.
1: Oh, what's that, Mike? Uh, in
2: honor of uh, Jared Formby, uh, mm-hmm. who is here tonight, uh, in a very literal sense, the failed production of uh, Jodorowski's Dune Actually, paved the way for a number of of science fiction movies that followed, including things like Star Wars, Alien, and a lot of the stuff that basically spawned the geek generation that I became and many other people have. So, in a very true sense, no Jodorowsky's Dune, no Star Wars, no Star Trek, no Geek <laughs> Fights.
1: Boom. Yes. And that's why Tabasco Chapstick is the best adaptation, which we've all said that the best adaptation cannot be actually adapted because it's impossible.
2: I'll still go back to opposable thumbs.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Okay, opposable thumbs. That's the winner. Um, Does anybody have anything they'd like to plug? Uh, Jared? Uh, I've got an Instagram.
4: It's a bee seeing you, and that's a bee flying around and in the word seeing, and in the letter U. Yeah, you can like look that up and like see my pics, which are pretty sweet, and that's it.
1: Uh, b c in you. <laughs> All right, uh, Mr. Cassidy. Uh, I already talked about GNT, um, uh, so
3: i I got nothing further than that to take a look at uh, Geek Nation Tours. Thank you for listening to the network. Please uh, listen to all the other guys. Um, good stuff on there. And, oh, I will be recording tomorrow the scholarly warrior, which is about all cool things um, historic. And tomorrow's episode we'll be recording will be about the ninja.
1: Devrim, how can they hear that stuff?
0: Well, you can hear it directly from the freebootersnetwork.com, or you can subscribe to either the RSS feed and have your episodes downloaded directly onto your device that you're using, phone, desktop, whatever. Uh, We're also on iTunes. I think we're also on Stitcher. Just look for Freebooters Network. Every one of our episodes comes from the same feed, so you don't have to fiddle around with... um, trying to find a different feed for whatever show you're going to listen to, just subscribe to the one feed, listen to every show that comes out. If you don't like it, uh, you know, free, feel free to delete it, but please do keep downloading them.
1: Mr. Ortiz, there's stuff you're supposed to say.
2: Yeah, well, first I would, I would like to apologize to those who were really hoping we were going we to... But you know what, I think I'm right. The best adaptation is the one in your head because that's what an adaptation is, is it's you taking the one in your head and putting it in other people's heads, and sometimes they don't like that. Um, and and if this hasn't scared you off, if you want to be on the panel, just contact us on Facebook or Twitter or at geekfights or gmail.com. Um, and, uh, yeah, or just just comment. You, if you throw out an idea and we use it, you're on, or if you just want to be on. Uh, any of our new listeners, we'd love to have new listeners on and some old listeners if you're still listening.
1: Uh don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. That's what they call it now. It's no longer iTunes, it's Apple Podcasts. It's crazy. Give us five stars, even if you hate it, so we can move up the ranks and stuff. Um I don't have a script in front of me. I've completely forgotten exactly what I'm supposed to say right now.
2: Check us on Facebook and freebootersnetwork.com the But you already said,
1: you both just said that. Why do I have to say that again?
2: Uh, well, the Facebook is a repeat, but the Freebooters Network, uh yeah. com, and then also uh, our old podcast can still be do- be loaded on Apple Podcast and
1: geekfights.podcast.com uh, geek podcast dot com. podcast, you mean? Uh, what's, Podbean. What's, Podbean. There you go. Podbean. Yeah, Geekfights.podbean. We'll get this right. No, we uh, won't. So wait. until next time, uh, keep fighting the geek fight.
2: Good night. Sorry. Ha ha ha